Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Yes, yes. It's Tuesday. Y'all know what that means. Time for another edition of the best sports show in the world. It's time for sports for you on a Tuesday, y'all. Good evening, good evening. Welcome again to episode 41. It's championship time. Trade trade deadline time. March Madness time. I'm John. That's Mark. Yo, what up with it? That's Nick Freeze. What it do, what it do. On the board, of course, the Pie Father himself, producer Ben Ready. Thank y'all again for joining us on this Tuesday night after the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. Live on Facebook and on YouTube. If you're watching on Facebook, make sure you hit that like button on the Sports For You page and the Townhouse Media page. And make sure you hit that share button as well. Tell your friend Sports For You's on right now. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button to the Townhouse Media YouTube channel. Tell your friends Sports For You is on right now. If you listen digitally on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Google Pod, Amazon, Stitcher, or, or Verbal, make sure when you download, you share, tell everybody to download and follow Sports For You. Lots to get into on this Tuesday on this Tuesday as we're getting ready for another edition of Sports for You. We're gonna talk NCAA tournament. We're gonna talk NBA trade deadline, NFL free agency, a lot to get into. But um, want to start on a serious note. It's been a lot going on in our country in the last week since our last show. They, we, we've had not one but two mass shootings in our country. Mm-mm-mm. We had one in Georgia. Where there was a, where there was eight different nail nail polishers who were were shot at, particularly at Asian Americans. Just sad. You've seen the hashtag "Stop Asian Hate" because it's been a lot of hate towards the Asian community as they, especially with with the pandemic, especially with the former president calling it the China virus, and now people have taken that and ran with it, and. We want to say we want to try to increase the peace. Let's not hate. Let's not the hate. It's too much going on in this country right now. We need to share the love. And then yesterday, in Boulder, Colorado, a mass shooting in a grocery store that left 20 people killed, including one police officer. So thank y'all. So pray for them. Pray for them families who are going through this right now. It's just too much going on. I want to give you brothers the floor. Just what's been going on in the country in the last week is just mind. Just it's just crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> it's an unfortunate situation, man. And in, in, in both in both shootings, man. Uh, 
for sure we want to uh stop the uh the hate towards the Asians, man. Um and the the Boulder, Colorado shooting, man, that's an eerie reminder of uh when I heard about that, it just made me re- made me remember about uh the school shooting. Columbine. Columbine. That was horrible. That was the first thing I thought about, man. So uh rest in peace to um the victims. Rest in peace to the family, the friends. Um and uh it sucks that we have a uh, terrorism here that comes from here. It's just sad. Nick. Yeah, um, you know, I hate um seeing those uh those type of news uh stories like that. Especially something, you know, um that in all actuality should be avoidable. It's just you know, you should you should be able to go somewhere and not worry about it, uh about you catching a straight bullet while you up over there. Hey the the remember the, the movie shooting that was in Bat that the Batman movie was that in Colorado too? Yeah. Aurora Aurora, sure Aurora Colorado. Sure was. But um you know, um, what I got out of that is, you know, just make sure, you know, you appreciate your uh, your friends and your loved ones. Yeah. You know, you know, check in on your on your friends and you know your family that you don't talk to too often. Because mm-hmm. you know you never know what somebody's going through. You know that that could be somebody. You know that could be your family member Speak. that did that did the mass shooting. You know, and um, you know maybe a simple phone call or something could change it. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent agree, and then. Yesterday we also let as we as the story we talk about this sad news of all with these shootings, but then we lost a legend on yesterday. Wow, it was it was it like was scratching. Yeah, man, that's not crazy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, we lost the the great Elgin Baylor at the age of eighty six yesterday to natural causes. For a lot of people who don't know, Elgin Baylor, if you follow. Anybody who talked about him yesterday, he was Mike before Mike. He was Kobe before Kobe. He was LeBron before LeBron. He was the first high riser in the, in, in the NBA. Pause. He was the first player that played above the rim, no pun intended. Shout out to the anniversary of that movie. We'll talk about that later. Um, but he was the first guy to play above the rim. He was one of the first athletes who dealt with social justice and dealt with segregation as a color, as a man of color, being ref- Refusing to play after you know he was told he couldn't stay in a certain hotel in South Carolina and stuff like that. But people always think about his time with the Clippers as the GM and present basketball operations. I tell people go back and do your homework on this man. Yeah, the form blue, the to the purple and gold. That was Elgin. From him, I mean, some people forget one of the original one original big threes was him, Jerry West, and Wilt. Sure was. You think about the Celtics had <clears throat> so Havlicek, it wasn't LeBron. No. So you think about the Celtics had Russell and Havlicek and Kuzi and Casey Jones. The Lakers had Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, and Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. Who? And Wilt. He's not he he, he that man's a myth. And he on, and they only won one title. And remember, Elgin retired nine games into the into that season. Mm. Um for people who don't know uh how good of a player Elgin Baylor was. His rookie year, he started off averaging basically 25 points and as a, 15 rebounds. As a rookie. As a rookie. Next year, 29.6, basically 30. That's that's 30 and 16. As a, as a second-year player. Third year in the league, he averaged 34.8, basically 35 points and 20 rebounds, 
Find the season where he averaged 20. It was a season they said he averaged 25 rebounds in a season. He didn't average 25. Uh, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was unofficial. It was unofficial twenty five, but he uh, the most he averaged was the year um, he averaged thirty four point eight and nineteen point eight um, rebounds. And this dude was six five. Yep, he was six five. Actually, I think he was six four. And he there's only two people in NBA history who averaged more points than him per game in NBA history. Well, yep. Jordan, bingo. He averaged twenty seven point four. For his entire career. And 13 and a half rebounds. Has the finals record for points in one finals game. 61. That record is still hasn't been broken. LeBron almost did it. The Jared Smith would have just. And don't remind me. But I got the LeBron to the Lakers, so it was all good. This, but, dude, this dude, he had a um, played in the league for what was that? About 12, 13 years. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it's 14. Played 14 years. Went to the All-Star game 11 times. It was a 10-time All-NBA. I just want to know. You said ten time All NBA. Yeah, the four times he wasn't. What what what, what was some, what was those one, one year he got um, second he got, team. What second team? Something like that. I think because um, one year um, he didn't even go to the All Star game. How that might have been the year and he tore his Achilles. I think it was because he only averaged uh, sixteen that year, but he came right back and averaged twenty seven <laughs> and thirteen. This dude was ridiculous, man. Now rest in peace to the great Elgin Baylor. Most definitely. Legend. And, and shout out to him being the first person to let us know about Donald Sterling. That's what I was, that's what I was about to say. Good point. That's what I was about to say, man. And shout out to him. And not he only actually, as a Laker great, but as when he was the uh, GM of the Clippers, him, him and uh, Donald Sterling had uh, a lot of battles. And he won executive of the year with the Clippers. He, put, he put together a couple of good teams that really couldn't take the next step because of Donald Sterling. Yeah. The Clippers are forever going to be cursed because of Donald Sterling. But that's another story. That's because they're from San Diego. Another thing. That's because Donald Sterling. So rest in peace to the great Elgin Baylor. Well, there was a trade made last week. We talked about this topic a little bit last week. Well, we did. It was last week or the week before. This Myers-Leonard situation. Myers-Leonard, for those who don't know, was the center from the Miami Heat who was suspended, fined $50,000 because he made an anti-Semitic comment on on a stream on on his Twitch channel. Did he get traded to Utah? No, he actually got traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder for former LA's own Trevor Ariza. Mm. And the Thunder I announced before the trade was official, he would not be joining our team. Mm-hmm. So, so Myers Leonard is out of the NBA. Peace. Good. Oh, Elgin Baylor was TikTok before TikTok. Yeah. That was his nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't gonna say something another one though. Yeah, I saw one of them when Bill Ru- Bill Russell tweeted one of them. I was like, "What? Is, how did he get that name?" It was Rabbit. Pause. Oh, that that's not that's not the bad one. Yeah, Mister Inside. <laughs> and, mo- and Motor Mouth. <laughs> Twenty second timeout. <laughs> Yo, rest in peace. Aches and pains. Mm-hmm. That was another. That's another nickname. Yeah, that's another nickname for him. What kind of names are they coming up? Well, that was the '60s. So what you expect, man? He from '60s? No, the '60s. Oh. <laughs> hey, wrong show. I don't think nobody could keep up with Wilt, man. Yeah, but he was a one woman. The thing about Elgin, though, as far as we know, he was a one woman man. He was married to his wife for forty years. As far as we know, you know how that go. That's the story. He stick. Well, we won't know now too. But um, another story. We you talked. He was sticking to it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what I was on, me and Mark just got back from Vegas. So there's, so this, 
Stories Vegas were crazy. But shut up. That's why y'all like it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun Watson. <laughs> what is going on? So those are not, and I and I felt like we need to talk about this separate from the football stuff because obviously we have a, a lot of female listeners and viewers. So I didn't. It would just be. It wouldn't be. Call them women, not females. Women, you're right. I apologize. We have a lot of women who watch, who watch sports for you, who listen to our podcast, and and I thought as three brothers, four brothers, we can discuss the situation with Deshaun Watson. You too, B. Count yourself as well. <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson, if y'all haven't heard, obviously he's been in the news for more for more for a lot of reasons, more so because he was been requesting a trade from the Houston Texans, but then it. News broke last week that he's being sued in a civil suit for sexual misconduct from a masseuse in Houston. And all of a sudden, this just started an avalanche of females coming out. Pause. Women. Women coming out with accusations, with <laughs> allegations and civil suits of sexual misconduct. As of right now, at 6.25 p.m. on Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. The count of women who have accused Deshaun Watson of sexual misconduct is at the number 16. Are you kidding me? He's, That's insane. So he's, they, these women have, you have Tony Busby, who's this attorney. Well, That's his name. Who's, who's, who is leading these civil suits against Deshaun Watson. Now, I don't know anything about this guy's legal history. But I found it interesting that this guy is the next door neighbor to Texans owner Cal McNair. Mm. Are you kidding me? So you're telling me, and Cal McNair is the same is the son of the man who said uh, the inmates are trying to run an asylum. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. So and he claims, well, I don't know him. I just say hi to him. But I mean, come on, dude. He's the owner of the Houston Texans. You're a a huge a, a big time lawyer. Well, as I said, a big time yeah. lawyer in Houston. What? Vegas, sorry, forgive me. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! So now Deshaun has enlisted the services of the name, and I'm gonna say this slowly. His name is Rusty Rusty Harden. He's the y'all might have heard him. He was the attorney who represented Roger Clemens in his perjury case. He represented Adrian Peterson in his child in his child abuse case. Okay. He's one. He's a attorney for to the celebrities in the Texas area, basically. So he's going to represent Deshaun Watson. He calls this these charges. Obviously, there's no base to these charges. And now it's being reported in the Houston Chronicle that one of these women who are alleging sexual misconduct is trying to blackmail Deshaun Watson for $30,000. And then right after, that, right after that news dropped, then these other two, two more victims declared that he, was, that he sexually... Abuse them as well. Are you kidding me? So that's why I want to wrap the count to sixteen. Um, I sent it to you guys in our in our group chat. What Molly Karen Rose, of course, the moderator and host of First Take, wife of Jalen Rose. She's uh, for years started her career at the NFL Network, and she's a huge football fan. She thinks and that the NFL should at least for right now put Deshaun Watson on the. On the commissioner's exempt list. For those who don't know what the commissioner's exempt list is, it's a list where players are you're suspended. You're basically suspended with pay. 
You're not on. You're not on the. You you don't lose any paychecks. You don't miss any games. Well, you miss games for right now. Mm-hmm. Even if the season was started, he'd miss games, but he would still be getting his. He would still get his paycheck. So the question is now, if you're the Texans, the Texans say they're working with the NFL. What do you do with this? Obviously, they're not going to trade Deshaun Watson right now. He's untradeable at this moment. Mm-hmm. Should he go on the exempt list? Um, I think he should only because of um the magnitude of the uh the, the accusations and how many it is. You know, even whether um whether at this point whether he's innocent or not, and when it comes to the exempt thing, honestly, doesn't matter because um of the amount of uh, of uh, accusations that's at this point. And like you said, he's he's it's a suspension with pay, so he's not really. Only thing he's missing out on is basically football activities, and he's not doing that with the Texans anyway. Exactly. So he's he's not he's not really missing out on anything in um, anyways. So um, you know, and uh, like what Molly said on the, on the uh, show, she said you know if it was any one of them um, getting um, getting these, um, get this amount of accusations or whatever, they most definitely would be suspended. Right. And they would be they wouldn't be suspended um, um, with, with, pay. with pay. They would be suspended without pay, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So at the very <laughs> least, you know whether I, um you feel like um they feel like if he's innocent or not, he should at the very least be at that because of the magnitude of everything, and he really shouldn't be involved in football activities because to be honest, this this situation is serious. So this this go this is this is this is a bigger than football situation right now. Um, <clears throat> when when I first heard it, I didn't know what all being on the NFL exempt list was. I didn't know if he didn't get paid or whatever it was, but. Um, if he still gets paid, <clears throat> he just can't participate in football activities. Then yeah, he should be on that. They should have benefited him on that because what that yeah. shows is that the NFL is a uh, is, is 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 a uh, proactive proactive instead of reactive, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it makes them even look better. Um, yeah, most definitely. And then even if you know if his name does happen to get cleared, then you just you know uh, you follow the protocol. Yeah, you follow the protocol. You know, yeah, everything is cool or whatever, but. Yeah, you, you should put him on that list. You should be proactive. Uh, I, I'm I'm not with the whole theory of believe all believe everything, but I am under the theory of we have to listen to everybody, right? And get oh, the facts. <clears throat> um, and until the facts come out, then yeah, he should be on that list. Uh, just to show that 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 we taking this serious. Yeah, I agree with that 100. percent I agree, and I think, and obviously OTAs are going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. This is going to be. If he shows up to the, if he does decide to show up to the tech to the Texans facility, this is going to be all they ask, and he's going to have to have Rusty Harden basically right there, lock and step because they're gonna because they're gonna basically make sure that these girl these young ladies are look. I'm going to tell you right now, just give you a heads up, folks. Rusty Harden's going to do whatever he can to make these young ladies look like their look like their gold diggers. I'm just gonna call it what it is, and that's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. And Tony Busby's gonna make these young ladies look like they've been victims. So let's just get your. So just be prepared. This is going to be a total defamation of character for either Deshaun Watson or these young ladies. So just get just be prepared. Um, You're not gonna like some of the things you hear, and it's and it's sad. Yeah. Because what if some these allegations are true? And these young ladies' names are going to get through in the mud because obviously Rusty Harden has to defend his his getting paid to defend Deshaun Watson. 
And Tony Busby's getting paid to try to defend these women. But it's gonna be it's not gonna be pretty. So just be prepared. Mm. Yeah, most definitely. Well, over the weekend, the the NCAA tournament jumped off in Indianapolis, where they will be having the tournament for the whole the whole sixty four games, the Final Four, everything will be in Indianapolis this year. They'll be in a bubble in they're in a bubble in Indy. Uh-huh. Shout out to me, Mark. Me and Mark was in Vegas for the weekend. And obviously, we're going to talk a lot about tournament teams. North Carolina. God dang, y'all suck. Um, Calling out names. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, int- <laughs> but it was interesting. The Pac-12. Four teams. Oregon, SC. Colorado won, right? The Colorado they no, lost. It's, uh, it's Oregon, or- or- SC, UCLA, and, and Oregon State. State. That's right. Kate <clears throat> Cunningham. Oh, man. But, um. LA and Oregon. Yeah, go figure. Um who would have thought that? And the and the winner out of SC and Oregon State. Or is it SC Oregon? They got no, SC and Oregon. They play they have to play Gonzaga. Whew, that's gonna be rough. And and the, and the real number one pick. Yeah. Oh J, oh Jalen Sucks. Mm-hmm. By the way, he was gonna take flight on that dude. I didn't his teammates were gonna take flight on that dude who pushed who pushed him on that final play. The dude's a good player. He's very, very good. He's not a little number one though. K Cunningham got too much hype. Yeah, but sucks. Was, but sucks. And at what he's doing at Gonzaga, obviously Gonzaga's not known for one and duns. Obviously, when Zach Collins went there, but he was one like a true one and done. But Jalen Suggs is in that category, like a K Cunningham. But we'll see how this goes. Um, let's pick some games. Obviously, we can see who's gonna see who's gonna win. We we'll see who makes it to the Final Four. So let me get let me get this scheduled up. What? Get the schedule out. Oh. I don't. We got the, the, the. I don't see. Uh, There's a pencil right there. Yeah, rather we got that, and then let's get the paper. Huh? Yeah. Uh, we need a paper. Oh, I think I see one right there. Hold on. Okay, so we don't get that. We gonna. By the way, shout out to the women's tournament going on right now as well. I just looked at it right now. Uh, UConn is up twenty-four to nineteen. Who are they playing? Syracuse. By the way, shout out to Syracuse. And it's in the second. By the way, shout out to Syracuse. Yeah, most definitely. By the way, Jim Hay, I didn't know Jim Bay High Son was that good. Oh, no, he got, he got a strap. He, was it Buddy Bayheim, the son of, of, the, of the legendary Syracuse coach Jim Bayheim? He was basically the basically making everything everything in sight. Um shout out to, shout out to uh to Baylor's uh, women's team. They just dog walked uh Virginia Tech ninety to forty eight. Jeez. <laughs> By the way, Tennessee was eliminated today. They sure were. By Michigan. Shout out to Michigan um, basketball. Shout out to Juwan Howard. Yeah. Both women and men's they, um, teams doing pretty good. All right, let's start with the Saturday games. Um, We got this for the Sweet 16. We got Oregon State versus Loyola. Oregon State versus Loyola Chicago. Yeah, Loyola yeah. Chicago. Um, I got Oregon State. For some reason, I'm going Loyola. Look at your headphones, Mark. Um. I'm going. I'm going Loyola. So this is Midwest. So, so me. So this is the mid. This is the Midwest. Yeah, I got Oregon State. Okay, so we got the Midwest first. So we got Oregon State and Loyola, and then now the other Midwest. Who you got? I got Loyola. Hey, is Mother Pearl gonna be there? Is that her name? Sister Jean. Yeah. She will be there. They play different when she's there. Yeah, and she got and she got vaccinated. She said she wasn't missing the tournament. I knew she wasn't. 
Um, she don't miss nothing. Uh, they'll face the I'm winner. Going, I'm going with Loyola Chicago too because they play really good. Uh, they'll face the winner of Syracuse Houston. Um, I actually uh, I think I might I think I might go with Syracuse in that game. Go I am. Upset. I know I am. I'm going for the upset. Bayheim, man, still one of the. Is Syracuse a blue blood school? What? Is Syracuse like you know they're not in like the UCLA, UNC, Carolina, Duke, but they're no, like they're, they're like the second tier, right? Like I'm, legendary. Yeah, they they had some good players over there. Of course, the best player they had was, uh, was Carmelo, but they've had some good players go up over there. They're like a um, I wouldn't say they're were they were they like second tier? You want to say or third tier? Maybe. Mm, when they were in the Big East, they when they were in the Big East, definitely. I think right now they're probably borderline like second. third, se- uh, bottom second tier, mm-hmm. uh, top third tier, something, oh. something around there. You got right. both of y'all got Houston. I got yeah. Syracuse. You got oh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse. By the way, Lakers John, lose my twenty six. Nick, Lord. Houston. I'm gonna go with Houston just because y'all going with Syracuse. All right, let's go over to the South Region. All right, we got Villanova versus Baylor. Villanova. Baylor. I got Baylor. I got Baylor. Yeah, I got Baylor too. Nick, John, Mark. Okay. And then they'll face the winner of Oral Roberts versus Arkansas. Oral Roberts, they trying to um have some Cinderella uh stuff going on right now. I'm I'm still going to Arkansas. Um, I think I I think I'm gonna choose Oral Roberts just for the upset. Yeah, I'm going with the Dennis School too. Okay. <laughs> By the way, the crazy part is Oral Roberts is actually a private academy. That's the, that's the crazy. That's the crazy part. All right, let's move over to Sunday games. So, the um, then it was over the West Region, Creighton, Gonzaga. I'm going with uh Gonzaga. I want to get that racist coach up out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Gonzaga as well. Not easy. Even I'm not gonna go there. We 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 handle that and calling out names. But y'all know, go back and listen to the archives, and they will face either Oregon or USC. You already know I'm picking on that one. Yeah, I'm going with you, Nick. All right, fight on. <laughs> I'm not gonna ever say that, but, but I'm, I'm not. I'm USC. not picking. I'm not picking Oregon, dude. No. By the way, other le- le- facilities, but nah, I'm not picking Oregon. I'm not picking Oregon from basketball. All right, now let's go over to the east to the East Coast. We got Florida State, Michigan region. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm for, I'm for sure picking Michigan. Yeah, I, I think this is probably unanimous. Yeah. And they will face the winner of UCLA, Alabama. Um, I hate to uh, to pick this school, but I'm going to pick UCLA. All right, so that's our Sweet Sixteen. So who you got, John? You didn't tell you got. I got UCLA. All right, we got everybody going to UCLA. So let's look at so 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 now let's start off with how we think the Elite Eight because this would basically determine who we got in the Final Four. So, so we got Oregon State versus well. Me and you, John, said uh, Loyola Chicago beat Oregon State. And then they would either face Syracuse or Houston. So both of y'all say we'll go with the with who got the most votes. Okay, so right now, who got the so right now, who based off the votes, how the, how would the Elite Eight look? It'd be uh, Loyola versus uh, Syracuse. All right. This is going to determine who's the final four. Let me see. Loyola versus Syracuse. Okay. Uh, who y'all got? And that one, I would most definitely choose. Uh, I'll probably choose Loyola. I'm going. Loyola. I'm going. Syrac- I'm going Syracuse. I want Billy Jean to be happy, so I'm going with. 
I know Sister Jean, but I, I, I think one Syracuse. Mm-hmm. You got you said Loyola, uh, Nick. Yeah. All right. John, the next one will be uh, <clears throat> Villanova. Well, we all picked Baylor. I guess against uh, Oral Roberts. Baylor, Baylor. So put Baylor in the Final Four. So that's, that's a dog walk right there. Baylor's going to the automatically Final Four, and then. Baylor versus Oral. <laughs> versus Baylor versus Oral Roberts in the final four. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought that, Pause. <laughs> uh, the next one we have uh, Gonzaga versus USC. Oh, Nick, man. No. By the way, Nick Foster nah. says Bama going to win the chip. This isn't football. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't football. Um, what oh, say? Oh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga versus. Oh, man. Gonzaga's going to the final four. Versus USC. Guess who I'm picking? I'm picking USC. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Mobley Brothers. They balling. <clears throat> I, I, I they rather balling. See, I'd rather see you guys win than Gonzaga. Nick, USC. Come on now. All the way. You, <clears throat> I thought you was picking with your head. No, he's picking with his heart. This is this is this is <laughs> This guy. <laughs> this guy. All right. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> the next and then last one we have is uh it'd be uh Michigan versus UCLA. I'm Michigan. Uh, most definitely picking Michigan. So the final four. Yeah. I'm just gonna pick Michigan here. Yeah, pretty much. So what so how do, how our final fours look work? Going off uh who got the most votes, only three of us. So it could be Loyola versus Baylor. And then USC versus Michigan. Wow. That's not a bad that's not that'll be interesting. So we'll come back. So next week we'll preview the actual final four to see if how how close we came? Didn't USC um, play Michigan in a um, bowl game? Mm-hmm. I wonder what happened that time. Nick Foster said we haven't seen Alabama play. Nah, we, I, don't, I, I don't I don't rely on the SEC for basketball. That's just Kentucky. Yeah, pretty much. I've uh, seen Alabama play. They got a good team. Let's get into some. Let's talk some NBA, gentlemen. Colin Sexton still up over there? I don't know. They fired Avery Johnson, so I don't know. For real? Yeah, Avery Johnson not the coach. Isn't the coach of Alabama right now? Robert Ory is there. Are you kidding me? By the way, I was watching Good Morning Football. They did a, a Alabama top three. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, excuse me. They did Alabama. Who's like the best offensive, defensive player and best non-football player to ever go to Alabama? Robert Horry was one of them. Wow. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the Adi Zero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. But let's talk some NBA, gentlemen. And obviously, I'm kind of... My Lakers are hurt. Are, I'm, I'm in agony right now. The Lakers are right now, they're losing to the Pelicans by 26. And But that's not the story. 
the bigger story was what happened Saturday during that game against the, the Atlanta Hawks and LeBron James suffered a, a, a high ankle sprain. He's probably going to be out in the next three to four weeks. Anthony Davis is still recovering from his calf strain. And Marcus is, is just being cleared to return from COVID protocols. It wouldn't matter. I uh, really don't. I so, Marcus Hall. But um, let's talk about the LeBron injury because obviously this probably means he's out of the MVP MVP race right now, but the Lakers gotta make some gotta make some decisions. Shout That's out, it. shout out to Brandon Ingram, he killing y'all. I know he's probably mad. He's probably he, oh my goodness, thirty three points, thirteen and nineteen. Yeah, LeBron told him to do was gonna be next, but man, he just had to trade him so we can get Anthony Davis. But I, I can live with that. But LeBron yeah. injury, the que- the question is, and I don't I don't think it's I think it's I get why they did it, but I don't agree with it. You had people like Montrez and some of the teammates calling the Solomon Hill play on LeBron dirty. That wasn't a dirty play. It wasn't. And I understand why they did. They felt like they have to defend. They're defending, obviously, their best player. But it wasn't a dirty play. Yeah. That wasn't a dirty play at all. It was <laughs> It was frustrating because you knew LeBron knew when he got up, he knew he was seriously injured when he threw the chair. Yeah. And players know. You know, he, he at first it seemed like, you know, he was going to be able to – because I think um, then he, he still played after that, right? No, nah, he played, yeah. and then he, he was like, no. Nah, okay. like, like, I think he like shot a three-pointer or something, and I thought it was a wrap. Well, he he, put, he went down, played defense, hit the three, played defense again. I think he realized he just couldn't – he couldn't play through it. Like, Yeah. I guess he realized it was more uh, worse than what it was. Uh, Shout-out to your boy, uh, your boy KCP. He just got traded? No. Th- no. Uh, one for seven, <laughs> three points. I don't know about. I don't know by the way, he's he, kidding me. By the way, he's been a a huge conversation with, with, with my brothers on the Showtime Forum group. Because man, I guess we. The, I guess you're right, Mark. We shouldn't call this dude Kenny. But man, Kenny can't. Kenny is killing, getting killed, and this ain't talking South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kill Kenny. Yeah. His 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 play on the court is, is what killed Kenny. You know what I'm saying? And obviously Kyle Kuzma is now starting, and we had to start a dude named, and I'm gonna say his name slowly, Devante. His first name. Whoo, man! Don't don't. Yeah, it's all good. Don't, don't Devante say K, and y'all see the rest. But he's from. He was our G League. He was on our two way contract. His name is Devante Kaycock. Pause. <laughs> Just so I said it. Make sure I said it quick. <laughs> that's yeah. That that's that's bad. Yeah, it is bad. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's what, what, what run his numbers? I know he had it. No, don't run. Devontae take what? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I didn't want to talk about it. No, but let's get to don't, the, don't run his numbers. No, nah, just get to the trade deadline. So Thursday's a trade deadline. Mm-hmm. 12 o'clock, we went, pretty much the rosters were set outside of the buyout market. A lot of names have been. We've been hearing. I'm seeing a lot. Obviously, there was some trades that happened last week. We talked about the Trevor. Re- we just talked about Trevor Reza got traded to Miami. Before you continue, yes, sir. Shout out to Julius Randle, who is destroying Washington right now. Run his numbers. He has 37 points, 13 to 23, seven to nine from the three point line. Whoa, 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 whoa! Say that again. Seven to nine from the three point line with six rebounds, two assists. Where was this Julius Randle when he was with the Lakers? Before the. Now he wants to start shooting threes. Yeah, this is Luke tried to get him to shoot threes forever, and he didn't. Yeah, he is. He he's he's killing. He's killing. My God, 
But shout out to Julius. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of Julius. I'm, I'm proud of him. Made the All Star team and everything. Has New York basketball. Has New York basketball talking again. Yep, he's 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 they hope. And then um, who's they hope? Oh, that's cold. <clears throat> but let's talk the trade deadline. Other than PJ Tucker was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. It's a good pickup for them. It really is. So him and his twenty thousand pair of sneakers are heading towards Milwaukee. Well, good thing to let you wear um your own shoe, because boy, if he had to wear shoes based on the Milwaukee colors, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Uh, you probably can talk to Giannis about talk to Giannis, or <laughs> he ain't wearing no Chris Middletons. <laughs> he ain't wearing no Chris. You know, he wearing no Chris Middletons. <laughs> well, don't, man, don't, man, don't even talk about Chris Middleton right now. Are the Kupopos? Are the Kupopos? Nah. It is the wrong thing because I know I know what the name of Rihanna's shoes is. What Rihanna's shoes? Or you no, said? no, Giannis. Oh, oh. What's the name of Rihanna's shoes? The Freaks. Pause. <laughs> come out at night. Yeah, I think Freaks the- come out. Shout out to Houdini. Rest but in he- peace. Rest in peace to Ecstasy. Um, but trade deadline. Who y'all? We talked about it last week. We thought some big names were going to be moving, and now we're getting close. It's forty eight hours from now. You be hearing Demar Derozan's name. You're hearing Victor Oladipo. I hear hearing Kyle Lowry. Now here's what I'm hearing. I saw a rumor before, you know, two hours ago. The rap, you know, the Heat are really trying to complete a trade for Kyle Lowry, but the Raptors want Tyler Hero. I'm gonna say this again, Pat Riley, and I'm gonna let you guys say it too. I'm gonna look right in this camera. If you let Tyler Hero cost you another trade, like you did with James Harden. It's time to it's time to retire to South Beach, and I love Pat Riley. Do not let this happen again. And Tyler, I, Tyler Hero's not that good of a player for you to to even make that to even think that much about it. I, I think I think it's more of the I would have did it for James Harden, but I think now it's more of like the, the chemistry he built with uh, Butler and like I'm hearing now that they they're talking about trading <laughs> for Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm sorry, what is Spencer Dinwiddie doing right now? He's not even playing. Talking about trading Kendrick Nunn and some other players for, for Spencer Dinwiddie. Hey, Kendrick Nunn getting shown no love. I mean, <laughs> he was good before the bubble. Then he had COVID, and then obviously people forgot about him. Yeah. Mm. Hey, so you're telling me Tyler Hero, you wouldn't trade Tyler Hero for James Harden, and now you might not want to trade him for Kyle Lowry. That, no. I think the Lakers should get Kendrick Nunn. Specify. They didn't want to trade him and Duncan Robinson for James Harden. <laughs> it wasn't Tim Duncan or Dave Robinson. No. You, you can go. Yeah. You like a school Peace. teacher anyways. Enjoy 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 Texas. There's no state tax there. But Yeah. But let's talk about the also the buyout market's gonna be, I think, gonna be a it's gonna be very it's gonna be a very aggressive buyout market. I think Andre Drummond's coming to the Lakers. Everything you're seeing now is that he's he's here in LA. He's not even with the Cavs right now. And it just seemed like the Lakers probably have one of those, you know, wink wink nudge nudge deals. Once you get bought out, come on down to El Segundo. Mm. I think I can see that happening. <clears throat> what about which I think what happens with DeRozan? Um, I think DeRozan's gonna stay right there in San Antonio. Wow. I don't think. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think the market uh for him is 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 a, is, is as big a market as people really try to make it seem. Because um, for example, they say the Lakers. Well, who the Lakers gonna trade for? Him? Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't trade for him. Buyout. 
What about what about Lamar? Speaking of the Spurs, what about Lamarcus Aldridge? Um, there's talk maybe that now that the Heat. There's talk that the Heat are either going to the the names on the Heat's target list are Kyle Lowry, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Victor Oladipo. Um, Oladipo. If Oladipo gets bought out, no, he's getting traded. Woj said that. Be good. He's getting traded. Yeah. If, uh, what you call it? Um, yeah. He he. But he, he he keeps wearing his Lakers stuff. But the Lakers don't have they don't have what they need to make the trade for him. And even then, I don't think it would be it'll be it wouldn't be smart to make the uh, the trade for him at this point. And I don't think he's the um he's the type of guard that they need right now. Uh, the only people they could possibly trade would be like um like what like a Montrez um who else um, okay. the names you're hearing basically are Montrez KCP Taylor Horton Tucker that's all Caruso, but mainly teams want teams want Taylor want THT. They won't take the Horn Tucker. I think they'll take on Trez because he's a, he's on a one year deal, and obviously I don't think no one really wants to wants to mess with KCP. Nah, but um, everyone's asking for Taylor Horton Tucker. He make too much money to be scoring two points. Three. You telling me? Hmm. Um, if um, if the buyout market goes the way I think it is, um, on the teams. Like uh, like you know the good teams that need like a uh, like a center or something, this would be the time for you to go ahead and capitalize because look, Andre Drum's gonna be available, um, Hassan Whiteside's gonna be available, Javale McGee, Javale McGee. By the way, the Cavs only want a second for Javale McGee. They only want a second. That's it. Jerry West, please. <laughs> um, you know uh, even Lamarcus Aldridge. You know Lamarcus Aldridge just um. He was the reason why the uh, Spurs beat the Lakers not too long ago. I'm gonna give you another name, Mark. What about uh, my boy Chris Camillo, whom I do the halftime show with on Showtime, brings his name up often. Robin Lopez. Oh, yeah. Washington is garbage. Obviously, they're not trading Bradley Bill, which I but I blame that on him. Yeah, I blame that on him. We Mark defend Mark tried to tell him even before the season, which need where you need to try to go. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he he's look, look, loyalty is great. Well, if they're not loyal back to you, it's not. It, it doesn't help. It doesn't. Your loyalty is basically for for, for nothing. Mm. Don't be surprised if Russell traded. Russell be gone at the end of this year. I think this is gonna be the third straight year Russell Westbrook is traded. His, his value is getting getting worse and worse. So, um, speaking of Russell Westbrook, about the guy he got traded to Houston for, Chris Paul and Nick. You brought up this topic, Mark. Nick, why don't you get your thoughts on this? And B, you can chime in as well. <laughs> Obviously, LeBron's probably out of the MVP race right now because of his injury. Joel and B's out of the MVP race because of his injury. Mm-hmm. And right now, as a lot of people are saying, this could be a basically a a clear chance for James Harden to win a second MVP. But you brought up Chris Paul mm-hmm. because the Phoenix Suns are right now number two in the West. Monty Williams is going to get some coach of the year consideration. As he should. Now, Chris Paul's numbers aren't, obviously, they don't, they don't, they don't, you know, they don't stand out. They're pretty much typical Chris Paul, 15, probably 15 and 10, 15 points, 10 assists, probably. And obviously, Devin Booker's the star of the team. But Chris Paul has been, he's, he's, there's something that Chris Paul, that Chris Paul has done within these last two stops in OKC and Phoenix that's took these younger players, he's got these younger players' ear. And has elevated him from Shea Gilgis Alexander last year. 
Now mm-hmm. to Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden, people were thinking DeAndre Aiden might be turned out to be a bust, but Chris Paul is proving that he was worthy of being a number one pick. He was a good player, mm-hmm. but now he's turning into that silent big man that everyone thought he was going to be when he came out of Arizona. Exactly. You, what's your name, Mark? Speaking of bust and uh, possible trade or buyout, what about the kid from uh, the Kings, the big man? Matter of fact, I heard teams were calling Bagley. about Marvin Bagley. Mm-hmm. And when he's right now on the sh- he's on the shelf, he got he had to have a surgery on his wrist. But I know there have been teams who <laughs> called up the Kings about Marvin Bagley, and I, or that Marvin Bagley's been made available, and there's been really no takers. Mm. Okay. Um, on the MVP thing, as much as I like Chris Paul, that's a really cute story, and it's dope, and it's good that he's doing that. But James Harden, this is the best that we've seen James Harden play. Um, if if Embiid don't come back in enough time, uh, I think this 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 is gonna be a clear cut uh, James Harden uh, MVP year. This would be crazy, James oh, yeah. Harden. I'm not saying that uh, he should win it, but I'm saying that he should have some. Yeah, Chris he, Paul should most definitely. Have He's some, definitely gonna get some votes, but he most definitely should. All right, let me ask you this: Should he get votes over uh, Devin Booker? Yeah. Yes. Yes, but, he should. Because I think obviously, and, but and Chris Paul is modest. He's, he always says this is books. He said this is books team because he felt bad that Devin Booker can be in the All Star game because he really which is stupid. Which is the main reason. Obviously, he feels like Devin Booker's probably more of the reason why there's other success. But I think what he's done has just you can't teach intangibles. No. Nah. And the leadership that Chris Paul's brought to Phoenix, and obviously you you bring that with Monty Williams and what James Jones is doing in the front office. I, th- I think I think if it was Chris Paul numbers when he was with the Clippers, it's not too far off. He's averaging um, he's averaging uh sixteen and nine right now. Mm. But it's it's like um, it's like what I said. Um, the reason why um, uh, Steve Nash won the uh, MVPs that he did, you know, um, Phoenix wasn't that good before they had got uh Steve Nash. They got Steve Nash up over there. They got the best record first year. And it was pretty much the same exact team mm. that was there the year before, gotcha. except gotcha. they add him, and it takes the team to a whole other level. That's the same thing that's going on with um, – coincidentally, it's the Suns again, which is funny. That's the case. Jason Kidd should have MVP. Um, I kind of agree with that. He should have um, – I know he's had some consideration for it, for sure, for sure. But. By the way, Jason Kidd was in the news over the weekend. He Uh-oh. was talking that he was in consideration to be the new head coach in UNLV. Now they hired Kevin Co- – Excited for a road trip? Started off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Excited for a road trip? Started off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Kevin, um... Kruger, Milan Kruger's son, the coach of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But there was talk that Jason Kidd 
had interest in becoming the new head coach at UNLV. Mm, that would have um, been dope. Dog, Cal needs to talk to him. But um, – Who's the coach of Cal? Who cares? Um, <laughs> it ain't Jason Kidd. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I guarantee you Jason Kidd do a better job than whoever it is. But um, just off that simple fact alone, you know, um, Chris Paul has shown throughout his career that if this dude is on your team, at the very least, you have, you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. At the very least. Got it. Just off, just off the simple fact of what he brings to your team. Just that alone. Because – you know, this is pretty much um, a similar situation. You know, they made a couple, like you know, it made a couple of moves, of course, but it's basically the same team from last year. And you know, Phoenix pretty much been bottom feeders the past what, like six years, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's over there, and um, you know, it's, it's certain situations that happen for you know injuries happen for them to move up. But the, the, the fact of that he had them in the playoffs even before all this happened, and now they're number two. You know, he has to, he has to have some type of consideration. Uh yeah, I, I'm I'm with the consideration and, and the acknowledgement of it. Yeah, <clears throat> no, I'm not saying he should win, but he he most definitely deserves some type of you know he he should for sure be in my opinion right now he should be in like number four or number mm. four at the, or something like that as far as votes. Right, I can see that. Um, last week was the anniversary, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. March eighteenth, nineteen ninety five. The facts that changed the NBA landscape for the next four years came from the office of Super Agent David Falk. And it was simply said, I'm back. Thursday was the 26-year anniversary to Michael Jordan coming out of retirement. Suspension ending. Unofficial. I see Nick or, Nick Foster asks, Aaron Gordon asks for a trade. He might help a contender. No, he's not. Did you hear what Orlando was, was, was asking for these players? Yeah, they basically asked for, like, I mean, well, I saw a trade. I said, what, I, what I thought you said Orlando Magic. Yeah. <laughs> they should be on calling our names, Pat. By the way, Orlando offered Evan Fournier to pick for DeMar DeRozan. Um, I mean, that's it? <laughs> yeah. DeMar DeRozan value that that bad, but but back on the Jordan thing. I remember seeing the news and I'm like, man, this dude's back. I can't wait to watch. I remember sitting in front of the living room as a kid with my grandmother. We watched that game when he returned to Market Square Arena to pay the Pacers. And then obviously he struggled. But then that year, you know, he was wearing the 45 and he had moments, the double nickel against the Knicks, the game winner against the Hawks. And we could always talk about the playoffs and Nick Anderson, boy, don't poke the bear, ladies and gentlemen. What do y'all remember about MJ's comeback? Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, for me is is a uh, didn't he put a uh, fifty five on the Knicks that year? Yes, yes, he sure did. Um, but for me, it was how it ended, how that season ended, and how we just fueled him for the next year. A lot of people have to also remember this with Jordan when he was returning. He was still in baseball shape. Mm-hmm. And he still dropped 55 on the Knicks. That's some uncomfortable one. And um, and then you think about when they started filming Space Jam, he said, I'll film this, but on one condition, y'all need to, let, y'all need to at least build a court across the stu- somewhere on, on the camp, on the, on the parking lot, so I can still get my, get my, get my reps in on the court. 
And that's how you saw in the last dance that was him versus like Reggie Miller and Jawan Howard basically having an open run during the summer over in Culver City because that was Jordan's way of getting back in shape. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest is history. By the way, speaking of that Jordan team, who said the thing about Shaq? That's the highlights from the 96 All-Star game with Shaq and Jordan. Bruh. Who said that? Was that you or you? That was me. That was Mark. That was that was insane. And by the way, that almost happened. Bruh, if you would have had Shaq during we, that time with Jordan. And Pippen and Rodman. You wouldn't even need Dennis Rodman at that point. And Rodman was <laughs> Rodman would have been a luxury. Yeah, for real. That would, that would yeah. They, so, wouldn't, they wouldn't have lost for two years. That started, so you can give a starting five of Shaq, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Ron Harper. You're not losing your. With a bench of Steve Kerr, Bill Winnington, Luke who Longley. Gives a, who gives a. Judd Bushler. We could have counted the bench. Caffey. We could have had a, the entire townhouse media roster. I could have been on the bench at 13. My God. And yeah. still won a championship. Yeah, it wouldn't have matter who. Yeah. Did you say Jordan and Shaq? First a, off, a cha- young Shaq. That was Orlando Shaq. Still running up the court, Shaq. Shaq Gnosis, Shaq. Yeah, Reebok, Shaq. That would have been insane. Did you Did you say Shaq and Jordan? Almost happened. Shaq considered signing with the Bulls as a free agent before he ended up coming to the Lakers or lose down. Oh, that would have changed. Wait, that, wait, wait, wait. That would have changed history all, all all together. Like Jordan wouldn't have retired in '99 or '98. No, he's young. Nah, he most definitely. He would have been playing. Oh my god! So you tell me if Shaq would if if the Bulls could have just. Came up with $100 million, and Jerry Reinsdorf wasn't a cheapskate. You could have had Jordan and Shaq. First and foremost. I don't I went to the bank and got a loan. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> before, you, before, you, before you continue that, people tend to forget this. You remember when they um, when the uh, the top 50 uh, players of all time mm-hmm. was first made? Yeah, Shaq was on there. Shaq was on there, and he only been in the league for like three, no, years. Like three or four years. So you mean to tell me a dude who's in his third or fourth year – is already considered a top fifty player of all time already, and you haven't, and you're not even considering figuring out a way to get him on the team. They don't have three. When you already have Jordan and Pippen. They have three of the top fifty players. You were telling me you can go get a pull, do a loan from, take some money out of the White Sox, out of your White Sox three. account or something. Man, I, man, look, three, three, I, I wouldn't have cared who on the team. I'm like, look, so we got to figure out, get rid of somebody. They would have had a knockout. They, so you would have had Jordan in a 50. You would have had Shaq basically in in, in shape for 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 50 games and doing a knockout year. They three peated, which means they probably could have won four, five, and six. Which means that Jordan probably would have had Uh-oh. nine championships. It's, it's Elijah one all over again. Which means, it's, it's, which means that. I think this might be worse than Elijah one. This might have been. This might have been worse. Because Jordan was already Jordan. Even he was in 84, he was already Jordan. But Jordan, is, Bulls, Jordan was extremely established already. This, this was Shaq. Is, this is nuts. This is Shaq. This is what? Destroying backboards in New Jersey and, and, and Phoenix. Bruh. Huh. 82. Shaq. They would have went three years undefeated. And remember, Scotty missed most of that last, that last year of the three-peat because of injury. So you basically have a, a big three of Shaq, Jordan, and Rodman, and Rodman all he did was get twenty boards a game. They went undefeated, and Phil and he would have been the first. Obviously, he was still the first big man to play in the triangle offense. So, so, so you would have had Jordan and Shaq in the triangle, just like we all talk about. We we talk about seeing Jordan and Kobe in the triangle, seeing Jordan and Shaq, and you know, what, and Pippen. So Chicago went seventy two and ten. And you got to think about yeah. it like this: they went eighty one and one. 
we didn't even get like the Shaq and Kobe that um that happened. It, we didn't even get like Mom, it wasn't even Mamba Kobe. It wasn't even like super prime Kobe. No. Yeah. It wasn't even Kobe dropping 35 a game, Kobe. It wasn't Kobe that averaged 50. So it would have been Shaq. A game over four games. It would have been Shaq. And that with, anniversary was last week, too. With so super established, I didn't want MVPs already, defensive player of the year. I'm the best player in the world, Jordan. With Shaq. This is crazy. With Shaq. Hey, let, let's just say what if. We're going with what if, right? Okay. If 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 Shaq would have went there that year when that regular Chicago team went seventy two and ten, how many games they win? So they, they don't they don't lose at, at the very least. So I mean he, they sneak, they accidentally lose two games. Let's put this in perspective. He's joining the seventy two teams because remember he came in a free agent yeah. in ninety six. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just won seventy two and ten. So you're saying if Shaq was on, they just went seventy two and ten, and they and they add Shaq, bro, <laughs> and they add Shaq. <laughs> how do you how do you not make that deal? <laughs> Jerry Reinsdorf, what are you doing, man? <laughs> that might have been the dumbest idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta walk away. <laughs> Come on, dude. That would have been worse than Golden State. Oh my god. So you're telling me, as Mark is breaking his way back onto onto the camera right now. So you're telling me you get you obviously you only gave Jordan one year for 30 million. You couldn't find out for at least two or three. Uh, uh, you couldn't give Shaq three years, hundred million. Listen, check this out. Four years, hundred million. Somebody look. Uh, Steve Kerr, bye. Judd Bushler, bye. Luke Longley, bye. Bill Wennington, bye. Jason Caffey, bye. All y'all are gone to make up for Shaq's salary, and we will find somebody Scott over there Bur- at Rucker Park Scott to join Burrell. the team. Scott Burrell. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? And Shaq admitted this, and I was. Are you kidding me? When Shaq said this, you, when he said yeah. this on, on on first take a few years ago, I, I it, it it totally didn't even register. Like Shaq almost joined the Bull. Consider joining the Bulls. This is giving me a headache. Like I'm just having. Like, Jerry Reinsdorf, what is wrong with you, man? I don't think I don't think certain. I think you know we know what it was. That might have been one of those deals where he probably he probably got nervous. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He, I don't I care. Don't know, I don't know what. What what could happen to make you say no, Nick? The Lakers waited to the eleventh hour for Kawhi Leonard. You're telling me you couldn't wait for the eleventh hour for Shaquille O'Neal? Shaquille O'Neal, who at that point was most definitely the best center in the league already, in like year three or four. Who was just? Come on, man! I don't get this. That would have been that would have been crazy. I don't know if he was the best in the league. Well, Elijah was still the. Well, Elijah was still there, yeah. But he, he, was best, he, he might, definitely he might have been like number two. He, he definitely was, was best in the Eastern Conference. Oh yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even close. Yeah, it's not even close. You're telling me you could have had Jordan, Pippen, and Shaq. I don't want to do this. Cheapskate, uh, owners, payer players. Don't be scared to make um to take think. risks with these uh with these signings. All, he, all Shaq could say was no. I don't want to think about this. And you still have Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. Oh my God! What's the next topic, man? Oh, hold on! I got a question for y'all. Yes, sir. So, if a team has a uh, a MVP, uh huh, a Defensive Player of the Year, yeah, and a uh, Sixth Man of the Year, how is that team not considered good? So the MVP had to be Jordan. I don't. Was that the year Kukoc won Sixth Man of the Year? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm just. I'm just speaking hypothetically. You said MVP, defensive player of the year, year. six man of the year, all 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 in one year. 
Was well, that the six? That was the Sixers, right? Oh one Sixers. That Iverson was MVP. Matumbo was six was defensive player of the year, and Kukoc was six men. Uh, McKee. McKee was six men. That was good. They went to the finals that year, right? But I don't like the fact of people say like that team was like just trash. Like, well, well, I think when people say that, they mean offensively. Well, <clears throat> offensively, they look the, the team was built around Iverson scoring every every possession. And then everybody else just stopping everybody else from scoring. Mm-hmm. Because they still had Theo Ratliff, who led the league in um, blocks that year. And they flipped him for Matumbo. They what? traded him for Matumbo. Pause. <sighs> they traded him for Bro. Matumbo. <laughs> Man, the one. Golly. Yo. yo I, don't know what, I don't know what got Najano in, in Vegas. <laughs> Say that for off camera, bro. John, John tripping, man. Next topic, but but but, but, but to your point, so yeah. They, so they flipped. They, they traded. They had Theo Ratliff was in consideration for Defensive Player of the Year that year also because he, he sure led the was. league. In, God, he led the league in blocks. He sure did. And then Atlanta was basically basically tanking the season, and Matumbo was basically on. They got Matumbo on the cheap. Man, I don't I don't get it. That team was the team. That team wasn't sorry. It's just. Uh, they, they they just weren't good enough to beat uh, Shaq and Kobe, which nobody was. Nobody that was, and uh, yeah, yeah. During during that th- during those three years, nobody was stopping them. It should have been four. So you're telling me, so you're telling me Shaq could have? You tell me Shaq would have? they would have Utah twice, huh? Shaq, you, Shaq they, versus they, Greg Oster, they, they, Shaq versus Greg Ostertag, huh? Man, look, you, Utah wouldn't have won a game. A Shaq, game. Nobody won a game. Look, Shaq versus Greg Ostertag, two straight years, huh? Shaq probably would have won. Look. In that in that aspect, Shaq probably would have won uh, Finals MVP. Oh, he wouldn't have. Yeah. Jordan would have won. They would have. They, they would have. They, 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 they would have made Jordan win it. They wow. wouldn't have made Jordan win it. Jordan still would have been the best player. So the they would have double teamed Jordan. No, they wouldn't have. They would have double teamed Shaq. So you're gonna double team Shaq and gonna leave Michael Jordan wide open, right open mid range and for three. Look what or, they was doing with Kobe. Scotty Pippen. Look what they was doing with Kobe. It's the same thing. That, that's that's a, that's the I reason. I don't get this. Man. Okay. I said that's the reason. I, I said I'm glad Larry Brown listened to me. I said, how you beat the Lakers is let Shaq score his, stop Kobe. Yeah, it worked for the first game. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about when they. Oh, I'm talking about with the Pistons. With the You're, Pistons. Yeah. No, oh, it, yeah. It, 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 it was a gentleman sweep too. It I sure know. Was. Don't remind me. Hate the Pistons. Um, we brought Nick. You brought up this topic, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago with the All Star Game happening mm-hmm. about players, some of the best players who never made All Star games. So I went through some of the archives. Mm-hmm. I found a list from Bleacher Report from from last May. My name on there. Um, we'll see. But here's some of the list they, names that were on the list. At number nine, they had Sam Perkins. Big oh. smooth. Sam Perkins was very good. He was. was a good player. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com. Very good player. Huh? I know why I said a nickname. <laughs> this one a guy that I brought up what? that Nick brought up the, that in the initial um, screenshots you saw in the chat. 
Mm-hmm. Rod Strickland. Mm. Yeah. Yo, yeah. he had mad handles, son. Yeah, Rod Strickland was cold. He was a great point guard. Yeah. Kyrie Irving's godfather, by the way. That's crazy. Too bad I don't play like him. Well, point guard wise, so he most definitely, most definitely um, better than every uh, other aspect of basketball. Number seven, they had Marcus Camby. Hey, Marcus Camby wasn't no joke. Marcus Camby was good. Here's my question with Marcus Camby. Uh huh. Why did we never get Mark? You, you mass Marcus Camby. He he was always a great defensive player, but we never got the offensive player in Marcus Camby that we saw at UMass. Because uh-huh. Iverson dunked on him in college and in the pros. Um, because <clears throat> you think that's why? By the way, that, by the way, that draft was sick. Yeah, it was. Um, it was one of those things where you know sometimes, um, you know, like they they say like like the um, it takes um the uh, the bigs pause the uh, the longest to adjust to the uh, lead. So maybe you know the offensive game that he had up over there in college really never translated well to the NBA, which it didn't. But his but he most definitely his defense most definitely uh, transferred over. And he actually got a thousand times better on defense. That's all about to say. I think his niche in the NBA was defense, and really? he became really great at that. And so he just won defensive player of the year. Yeah, I mean it's one of the things you got to figure. When well, you in the um in the league, you got to figure out what you're good at and just somebody, go on from there. Somebody else was better than Draymond Green. Um, oh, don't worry, but we're gonna get into that topic. Um, Jason Terry, number six, Jet. He was in Vegas. He was? We saw him. By the way, Marcus Lee was on my flight. Mm-hmm. He was in Vegas, too. Shout out. USC. Um, Jason, number five, Ron Harper. Mm, uh, y'all might be too young to know about Cleveland. And that's the picture Terry. they have. They have Cleveland Ron yeah, Harper. Y'all, don't know about, y'all, y'all know about Ron Harper before he got hurt. Y'all knew about him when he was with Chicago. Watch y'all got put on game. You got put on from where? Huh? Oh, okay. But Ron Harper was, was great when he was in Chicago. I mean, when he was in uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, he was putting up 23, 24 mm-hmm. games. I mean, he was brought up over there to basically uh, be the other score. At first, before Jordan was like, hey, I'm back, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's supposed to play the Jordan role with the score. And then he fell right into a great point guard role. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Number four, they have Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom, he has so much potential. Yeah. He's one of my favorite Lakers, just teammates. Yeah. But, man, it, it, it it's – obviously, there was so much – we. You wanted to see more on Lamar, but he was just probably just one of those really – he had superstar talent, but he was just – his personality, he was just a really good, a good role, a really, really good role player. And there was some stuff that you probably shouldn't talk about on camera, but – Yeah. He had his demons. He had his demons. Sure. Even – I mean, from time – I mean, just growing up, even when he was at Rhode Island, when he got to the league, and he figured, obviously, he, Nick knows when he was with the Clippers, he had his issues with substance abuse then. I don't know what happened when he got to the Miami and Lakers It cleaned up, but now obviously he got out of the league and we saw stuff he's went through. I'm just glad he's on this side. He's on this side of the ground. Yeah, that's 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 very good. I think he's also one of those players that never really got an opportunity to really establish his own team for a very long time. That's probably another thing as well, because you know, even while he was over there with the uh, with the Clippers, you know, it was Elton Brand. Elton Brand was the man. Right. Number three, they got Richard Jefferson. Richard, yeah. That's that's because of Jason Kidd. <clears throat> Pretty much. Well, this was before in San, in San Antonio. And this was before the All Star game. So this was last year. They had Mike Conley number two on this list. I, I, I yeah, I, I can well he made the all star game this year, but yeah. before this year, I understand that. Yeah, and this one but the number one person on this list they had, and I didn't even know this dude never made an all star team. Cedric Cornbread Maxwell. I hate him. Mm. You never made an all star? No. 
I mean, when you over there with uh with Robert Parrish and McHale and all them over there, when you got Tiny Archibald, yeah. Finals MVP is a Finals MVP, dude. I hate that. Hate cornbread. Against the Lakers, huh? Yeah, I hate cornbread Maxwell. Yeah. Hate him. Hate ML Carr. Anybody, like, anybody with a Celtic uniform, pretty much is a rap. Yeah, I respect Larry Joe. I respect Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, mm-hmm. Red Arbach, but I just still hate the Celtics. Paul Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I was watching Channel Two last night. Meadow was on a. He was being a guest analyst with Jim Hill. He was like, I know Paul Pierce is mad at Kansas. I know Paul Pierce is probably mad right now watching Kansas. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, got, they got dogged out. Shot to SC. So, um, let's move over to the NFL. We are one, because it is another anniversary. One year, I'll call this Brady to the Bucks. one year later. A year ago, around this time, Tom Brady made the decision to leave New England or basically, he was not show, told he was not be returning, and signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the rest is Super Bowl 50, 55 history. When the, became the first quarterback to lead his team to a Super Bowl in their home stadium, won the Super Bowl MVP, just got a new contract, and now they've re-signed pretty much most all the players they need to. Except right now, they're still waiting to see what happens with Sue and Antonio Brown. Hey, you know what I like about that? Was that? They said that when Tampa Bay scored, they couldn't let off the. Uh, yeah, I hated that. That's no, the most, that no, no. And I'm gonna say this for for a person who had his team suffer multiple losses like that in the Super Bowl, especially more recently with when the Broncos played the Seahawks. No, you're not supposed to let your foot off the gas. Well, most of the time, John Elway was there. Well, or, or whenever we wore orange in the Super Bowl, we just lost. Of course. Yeah. But we wore white. We won. Or blue. Shout out to Terrell Davis. Yes. Save John Elway's legacy. Sure did. In his hometown of San Diego. Sure did. Don't wear orange. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. know orange crush. But, yeah. But Tom Brady, one year later now, is a buck. As a buck. He said he got what? No. One year later. Just think about this crazy. Tom Brady is on a different team. And he went first year, led the team to the Super Bowl. Well, everyone thought he was he was he was done. I mean, yeah, Max Kellerman for four years saying he's going to fall off the cliff. I mean, shoot, they did everything in their power to make sure that they did win. <laughs> they they made all the right moves to make sure that they 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 even if it was something that wouldn't like let's say for example like even with getting Antonio Brown, it's like okay if Mike Evans is having a bad game, we still got Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin got a bad game against We got Antonio Brown signed the and Chris Godwin signed the franchise tag as he should. Um, look at him. Um, OJ Howard got hurt. It probably would have been worse. Here's the crazy part. Every person that Brady that scored a touchdown was a person that came to the team after Brady. Mm-hmm. Gronk, Tony O'Brown, Leonard Fournette. Has Fournette signed anybody yet? No. And the talk is that he was either going to sign with the Chiefs, the, P- the Chiefs or the no, no, the Seahawks and the Patriots were interested. And now the Seahawks resigned Chris Carson. Maybe that might make Russell Wilson happy, but he seemed happy for that. He got his contract, but I don't know. I always felt like Leonard Fournette got drafted by the wrong team. Well, he got drafted by Jacksonville. I, I felt like um, he should have got drafted by uh, Carolina. I did too. That like him, him over there at Carolina would have been perfect for Cam Newton. Don't get me wrong, Christian McCaffrey may be the better running back, but for for that system, it was most definitely Leonard Fournette should have uh, wanted Christian McCaffrey in Denver. I think anybody that had, um, that was a Denver fan wanted him to be in Denver. Yeah, I'm like, dang, I like, why we get traded? By the way, shout out our GM George Payton did a great job. We'll get into that in a minute. But um, now that now that we look at a, a full year that Brady being now. With Tampa Bay, and now they're going to going into the season as defending champions. Mm-hmm. 
what, what do you think his mind state is going to be when he steps into camp this season? Like, he, he obviously he still has a little, he still has that hunger for more. That album's dope. Shout out to Banks. But um, does he? Do you think he he lets off the, the gas no. a little bit? No, no. I think he won right. ten. <clears throat> so right now he's at seven, right? Mm-hmm. So that means he needs to win another three. I think he wants ten. Wow. If he gets ten, so then you start to wondering: Is he one of the greatest athletes of all? Well, he's not one of the greatest athletes of all time. But then people are gonna start wondering: Is he gonna be on the Mount Rushmore? He, greatest athletes. If he gets to you can't. Well, I, it's all according to what you consider. Like when you say athlete, what do you consider? Because he's most definitely one of the best winners um, in sports. Most definitely, there's no doubt about that at all. He's most definitely that. But I think that's why he won it because that's a that's a that's a a, a record that I don't think nobody's going to beat. All right, we got some breaking news. Uh oh. <laughs> Who I signed with? Sorry, it sounds like the Toronto Raptors are shopping both Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell. Oh yeah, I heard about that. By the way, so Norman Powell's like he's gonna be on the move, but it looks like they're discussing the deals with multiple teams for both of those guys. So let's keep our eye on that. Any deal can break while we're on the show. Um, let's talk free agency in the NFL. Uh, sorry, but UConn starting to hit the freeway against uh, Syracuse. What's the score? Fifty-two to thirty-two. Yeah. Gino's back. Um Pretty much. Let's look at um the free agency. Who are the who are you guys think were the big give me a give me a team who won free agency to you. Let's start with you, Mark. Who team that won? And let me be clear, we're leaving our teams out of this discussion because oh. we're gonna definitely discuss them oh. in a totally positive leave, and negative. We're gonna, we gonna leave them out. We're gonna discuss them. We'll say we're not talk about our teams right now. Oh, exactly. I'm about to say Buffalo won when they signed the punter. Who won free agency? In your, who, 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 who New won? England. You got New yeah, England? New England. No, no, without a doubt. New England. Not even just the fact of like the amount of players that they sign. The players that they sign, they're all good players, and I can I can see where each each player can um, fit into the scheme of what they do in New England. That's the thing I always said about New England. They always say New England don't sign the flashy um, free agents. They sign the right ones, and they do. So so far. You know they uh, they signed uh, what's it uh, uh, what's his name Juno Smith Juno Smith Juno Smith and um and Hunter Henry mm-hmm. so now Josh McDaniels go ahead and dust off the old Gronk and Aaron Hernandez playbook so he can start using that again if he really wanted to well not really because it's quarterback now he can throw the um he can't throw outside the hashes we we don't think accurate inside the hashes they signed Nelson Aguilar <laughs> but I think they go quarterback I think they are too um you know they uh, they re-signed Cam. Uh, what else? They got uh, they got uh, Matthew Judon. They brought back uh, Kyle Van Oy. Um, who else they brought up over there? They brought in um, Kendrick Warren and Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, th- those um, they weren't not like you said, not flashy. They're not flashy, but I just can the see right ones. just just the right um, free agent signings. Mm. And I think uh, Kendrick Bourne is actually the better signing than um, Aguilar, in my opinion. I think so too. I thought the I, I I thought what the Bucks did was was genius because they you hear a lot of teams say they're gonna bring we're gonna we're bringing the band back together, but then teams really never do. But I mean, they resigned they did they they started off first by getting a, a good deal done with Levante David, two years twenty five, which gave them the money. Then they got Brady's extension, which gave them the money to go sign resign Shaq Barrett. 
Chris, franchise tag, Chris Godwin. We have to give Brady his props for that too. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, for him, it's all about winning. He gonna get money. I mean, his his wife is a supermodel. He's a he's an international star. So you know, he doesn't. You know, when you when you're at that status, it's just like with LeBron. You could take you could take pay cuts, but in your salary in order, you know, to help your team because it's not really gonna hurt you that that much in the long run. Because you in the long run, you're gonna win. And you still get money anyway because you get bonuses when you win. But the thing with Brady is it's not his first year doing it. He was doing it all the time in New England. He's, I know. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's what he do. Let me see that. And then um, what else? Oh, I said brought back Gronk. Chris Godwin signed on the franchise tag. Now they're just wondering if if Sue and A.B. wants to come back and at what price. And I can't wait for them to trade Godwin for uh, OBJ. <clears throat> I think that's going to happen too. Boy, if that happens. Because that's, that's who Brady really wants. He really wants um, Odell on his team. I think, I think he wants his receivers to be uh, Evans, OBJ, and Antonio Brown. No, he likes um, what's um, what's old boy that's the, over there? The, the little speed dude. Yeah, um, oh, Scotty Miller. Scotty, yeah, that, they, yeah, he likes him too. Oh no, he's gonna be on the team. Yeah, he's gonna come in on certain plays like when he playing against. He, he's like a, he got that uh, that Danny Amendola roll up over there. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a, but he's actually fast. Yeah, yeah he's very fast. He, he'll come in when they play against a team like uh, Green Bay. I oh, I don't, wow. know, I don't know how you let that happen at the first time, but okay. Um, so <laughs> by the way, do you think he's really gonna race Tyreek Hill? Who Tom Brady? No, uh, oh, what's oh. his name? Uh, Scotty Miller. He, he said he he, said he can race Tyreek Hill. I he, yes, he can race. Yes, me. he can. And so, um, I'm, yeah, I think I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna win, but I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying it's just gonna be just uh, Tyreek Hill is gonna dust him because he most definitely he most definitely got wheels. Most definitely. Who are the losers? Um, and lead your teams out of this. We're saving that as a separate topic. Leave your teams out of this. Um, the loser is. Um, I think it's a couple of them. I think. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, saving our keeping our teams out of this one. Be <laughs> our team can be a loser and still be better than the Chargers. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Kansas City. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> when they <did. laughs> that's foul. When dude. they when they then they not then they not signed two of their offensive linemen. They, they they released Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz and they gave and they overpaid for a guard. Yeah, that, I don't understand that. And 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 a problem in the Super Bowl was what they didn't have either one of their tackles and 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 one and their left guard. They, three fifths of their of their old line did not play in the Super so Bowl. Release, I, I don't want to hear nothing about offensive line. So you release. I'm, I'll talk about that later. So you release. Oh my bad. Sorry. So, so you release. Offensive linemen. When your problem in the Super Bowl was the two offensive linemen and then didn't gave, play, and y'all you got get, rid of. And you gave eighty million to a guard. Nothing against Joe Tooney as a player because he's a, he's a good he's good at, at, at it. What we got breaking news, B? What? Oh yeah, that's not breaking. Yeah, he went to the uh, Eagles. Eagles. He's back in his hometown of Philly. Flacco. He's a backup for Jalen Hurts. Hey, that that's that sums up his career. Um, so I think um, who's all right? The biggest loser so far. Um, um hmm, I want to say um, the Texans. They for show some. They for show lost a lot too. Um, even outside, of, you know, they didn't even attempt to even keep Will Fuller up over there. They just decided to let him walk away. Who Buffalo? No, he went to Miami for one year, ten million. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo let him go too. <laughs> the team I thought that lost was the Chicago Bears. Oh yeah, they're the biggest losers for sure. No, they're not. They won. 
Wow. Well, well, how? Because they don't have Mitchell Trubisky. And guess who got? We're saving that. No, they lost because they paid Andy Dalton ten million. They basically told Andy Dalton, "You're going to be the starting quarterback." Um, and the draft hasn't. I mean, so you're telling me now, if y'all was to trade up in the draft and either Justin Fields or Trey Lance is available, they're not going to draft them. You're not going to draft them. You're no. going. You're going to go into the season with Andy Dalton on a one year on a prove it contract. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, but but see, and you I, missed out on Kenny Galladay. I'm I'm not really mad at Chicago because they did make a a, a, a really solid push for um I, I for agree Russell Wilson. I agree there. It's just Seattle would have took a big cap hit if they would have uh, traded him. So they and the players that they said they were going to trade him for was Akeem Higgs, Kyle Fuller, who's now Bronco. We'll get into that in a minute. And oh, three first, yes, that's a good signing. So yeah, Bam. but um, I thought the Bears were the biggest loser. Shout out to Fat, but <laughs> obviously, but. They, I mean, but you can't force the team to trade you, Russell Wilson. So I understand that. Um, let's go. talk about our squads now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll start to seem like I have to be the positive one of, of, of the group. Um, I, I like what our new GM George Payton has done so far. Obviously, we got we just signed Kyle Fuller over the weekend. We um we signed Justin Simmons on Friday, which was thank you, thank you for doing what John Elway didn't do. We today we you know, resigned Kareem Jackson. We bring him Von Miller back, and then um, obviously I didn't want to see Philip Lindsay go, but obviously I get it. They're more committed to Melvin Gordon. They're more committed to Melvin Gordon. It is what it is. I can't even think. Of, I can't, can't even. Can't, not even gonna go there. Is the other Melvin Gordon signed with a uh, Kansas City yet? No. Um, I think um, what's going on with him is a lot of um teams are um because I know. Uh, we were very close to signing him, but um, what happened was, I don't think we trusted his um, his uh, injury. Who? Um, uh, Gordon. Oh, and then um, by the way, the Chiefs released Damian Williams. Um, so I like what we did there, and obviously we're getting Jawan James back. So we're, we finally have a complete O line. It's it's time it's time to figure out we're gonna do a quarterback. Offensive line. It's time we're gonna figure we're gonna do a quarterback. Is is it gonna be Drew Lock or not? Our defense is straight. Our front seven. I love it. Secondary, love it. I'm not. I'm in the Mar- the Ronald Darby deal. Yeah, a lot of people didn't thought maybe he overpaid a little bit. I think he overpaid. Yeah, but obviously, you, every mock draft has a draft in the cornerback, so we'll see how how that goes. <coughs> didn't, y'all, <sighs> didn't y'all draft uh, Ronald Darby? Yeah. So let's segue to this man because I know he. Well, no, no. I'm let you go first because he's he's yeah. in agony right now. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm positive. Raiders. You know. Um. I like what you did as far as free agent signings, but um, the offensive line situation really has me questioning what the hell is going on up over there because, you know, um, we went from having one of the best offensive lines in um, in football to um, still having one of the best offensive lines in football while most of these dudes were hurt mm-hmm. or going through a, a COVID protocol. You know, um, the Rodney Hudson situation – I get that he asked to be um, released. Understand? We gotta let him go. But then we end up trading him. End up get a draft. At least get a draft pick out of him. That's that's cool with me. Uh, we traded um, Trent Brown, which I figured that was gonna happen anyways, or we was gonna cut him. But um, the Gabe Jackson um, trade really surprised me, considering um, at that time we had just um, I think we had just got rid of uh, Richie Incognito, but we end up signing him back. So I'm cool with that. But Overall, our offensive line is like a big question mark for me, and that's crazy because 
over the past like three or four years, that's been the most consistent thing on our team is our offensive line. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on up over there. Um, I feel as if we missed out on a couple of uh, players as far as to uh, upgrade our secondary. I feel like we should have um, we should have uh, at least tried to get one of these corners off the market. Even if you were to get um, a Dory Jackson, a lot of people don't consider Dory Jackson a number one. He's going to the Giants now. Yeah, but I felt as if you know if we if we would have brought him in the mix with the uh, with the young corners we have there, you know, it probably would have been something. I think we should have went after um, uh, what's his name from the Rams, um, uh, um, John Johnson. Uh-huh. Going to the Browns. Well, yeah. Shout out to the Browns. The Browns um what um been doing good this offseason. By the way, they well. just raided the Rams secondary for 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 cornerbacks. They got John Johnson, and then they signed Troy Hill. Yeah, most definitely to a uh, to a secondary that was already good with Denzel Ward and um, Greedy Williams. And they didn't have Greedy Williams last year. That's the crazy part. Yep. Hmm. And they had um, Carl right. Joseph. Uh, he looked better than any uh, year he did with the Raiders. Ronnie Harrison, the safety. They mm-hmm. got from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he, they, they got they got they got a secondary over there. They got they got a real good secondary. Uh, so team signing secondary players. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Something the Raiders should be doing. By the way, did you like that that they restructured Mariota's contract? Oh yeah. So but, yeah. I, I, but my thing is, okay, we restructured the contract. What are we going to do with that money? That's 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 where John Gruden and um and Mike Mayock they're so they're so confusing as far as like you know I don't know what they're gonna do they're unpredictable I don't know what what they're gonna do as far as what players to sign who they gonna draft because these I mean obviously these are dudes that um chose uh Cleveland Farrell over uh over Devin White and um mm. and uh what you call it uh and Josh Allen the pass rusher okay Mark have hmm? have, have have at it man. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders signing wasn't bad. <clears throat> it was a good signing. I think it's a very good signing. We'll see. Uh, what about the putter? Oh, that's a great. That's we going. We going to Super Bowl because of that shit. Um, <laughs> y'all brought back Levi. <laughs> yeah, and Mitchell Trubisky. We had a great offseason. I think. <laughs> if you ask me, I mean, you know, who who can't win when you sign Mitchell Trubisky? The we, are, we, are, we, are, we already we already didn't have enough money. We didn't have a lot of money, but the money we did have, you, I give it. Le, Le, Levi, uh, they said Levi turned down contracts because he wanted to stay in Buffalo. I don't think nobody wanted him, um, so we the only ones who wanted him. Uh, but then we don't have money. But then we signed Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't have any questions. I don't have any answers for that. But oh, hey. yeah, 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 John Brown went to his squad. Oh yeah, hey. I have a. Wait, no, never mind. They weren't. They weren't in the same draft. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Who? I'm about to say, wasn't Trubisky? And, um, Trubisky was 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oof. And so we signed Trubisky, and then we signed um, a punter. So then we signed a backup tight end. Nick Foster asked, "Did we like? Did y'all talk about the Giants moves?" Well, obviously, what Adori. Adori was a uh, good. He was like, he's a Giants fan. Lord, but um, Logan Ryan and. Logan Ryan was a, it was a, that's whatever signing to me personally, but uh, the the, uh, the signing that I like was the receiver. Well, yeah, it was Kenny Galladay. That was that was the yeah. signing. What that and re-signing uh, Leonard Williams. That was the two things that they did that was very smart. Good job. Hey, but on Buffalo, it it, uh, it was a gang of cornerbacks out there. You think they signed one of them? You know, no. they, they we got to come. Well, okay, they must be from the um somebody from the Raiders up over there um, doing that because we don't we don't sign corners either. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, so let me see if we any more comments. So yeah, that's that. Yeah, do we all think? Because that's it. Next was did we like the they talk about the Giants was um hmm? well let me check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. 
And then um <laughs> But the punter was the MVP. He go he go win uh MVP next year. Giants is trash is with uh hey, what you think about your your boys' moves? Sorry. Obviously y'all signed Corey Lin- Corey Lindsay, the set the center from the Packers. That was a good signing. That was a very good signing. So it seemed like they're listening to the show. They want they're going to go get some oh. more linemen. Um, y'all should have re-signed Hunter Henry. I don't get that. Y'all signed Jared Cook. They signed Jared Cook to replace Hunter Henry. Jared Cook is he's garbage. <laughs> Trash. Hey, we signed Mitchell Trubisky. I think that was a better signing than Jared Cook. I don't. Wow. This is awkward. Jared Cook, please. Mitchell Trubisky. Just figure out what, you, what we're going to do with quarterback, George Payton. I'm, I'm can, just happy that we signed. Y'all can Mitchell I'm straight. Oh. I'm just happy cool. that we finally. Hey, you want Mitchell Trubisky? Fi- no, hell no. Finally hey, that we uh we signed pass rushers. Hey, being your, how come we didn't get one? We need an edge rusher. Y'all could have got uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Y'all could have got Solomon Thomas. I've been one Yannick Ngakwe when he was in Minnesota. Oh, actually, when he left Jacksonville. Yeah. He's he's very good. I've been saying Buffalo should have signed him. But, nah, don't worry about that. We can sign him punter. Let's talk draft, gentlemen. Let's try to let's try to ease the tension in the first room. day. First day for free agency, we signed a punter. Y'all gonna draft a punter? Probably so. We always draft a kicker. Why? Why not? Number one, first pick. Not the Raiders. All right, Michael Kuyper released his new mock draft this morning. Stupid. Let's start with the top ten, as always. Have one good year, and all of a sudden now we don't need to do that. <laughs> Nah, don't get better. Bills, 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 Bills Mafia, Mark, Mark is speaking for y'all. Don't get, better. Like, don't get better, though. Mm-mm. Jacksonville, of course, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Number two, the Jets, Zach Wilson. Now, here's an interesting thing, interesting point. Corey, Corey Davis, of course, was signed with the Jets. He's under the, under the, impre- under the impression Sam Darnold is going to be his quarterback week one. And that was the reason why he partially signed with the Jets. Um, let me let me let me tell you something, uh, Corey Davis. You're dealing with a team who has the number two overall pick. Who um, you you watch the mock draft as much as we do. It's pretty much showing that there's an eighty percent chance that 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 the team that you just signed was gonna get a quarterback. So if you get upset about them drafting the quarterback, and you want to go ahead and start complaining and everything. I'm not going to defend you at all because this is all your fault because you literally could have just went somewhere else because let's just be honest. we Everybody knows that there was a strong chance that the Jets may not um, keep uh, Sam Darnold and you signed over there betting on the fact that they are. That's just like with Adam Humphreys. That's the reason why he didn't sign with the Patriots because he didn't know if Tom Brady was going to stay up over there past that one year. Mm. So he just decided to go sign with, uh, with uh, Tennessee. Mm. Number three, we have a trade. He, Mel has the Carolina Panthers trading up to three from the Dolphins and taking Justin Fields. So three straight quarterbacks? Yeah. Make yeah. it four. Because at number four, he has Atlanta taking Trey Lance. Um, I- I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that this uh, quarterback class is as as great as they're trying to make it seem. I think there's going to be like two very good quarterbacks and a bunch of average. Number five, he has the Bengals taking Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. So you have who they should draft offensive linemen, but whoever draft oh, Kyle, whoever whoever draft Kyle Pitts is gonna have a good tight end for years. Yeah, most definitely. But um, but yeah, they should most definitely, like you said, they should most definitely draft offensive linemen. <laughs> There's no way in the world that they should not get an offensive lineman. They're gonna, they're gonna 
Don't worry about it. <laughs> Be crazy. Number six, they have the Eagles taking Jamar Chase. Buffalo go draft K Cunningham. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven, he has the Lions taking Devontae Smith. Number eight, the Dolphins taking Jalen Waddle. So dang, that's what three receivers in a wait, row. Wait, so Devontae they got, Smith to the Lions. Yeah. So they got. I can see that they got four quarterbacks in a row and three receivers in a row. No, they got the. Uh, oh, oh, you know, oh, no, with, the, a in, with a T and with a T. Let me be careful what I say. With a what? With so a, a, t- t- a tight end and a um and a receiver. Pause. Because yeah. <laughs> it went it went tight end receiver receiver receiver. Pause. Number nine, he has my Broncos trading the number nine pick to the Vikings. You said a tight end turns up receiver? No. He has them taking. No. Wow, you stop. <laughs> he has the Vikings taking <laughs> Panay Sewell, the offensive tackle, going to the Vikings. That's that's who the uh, that's who the Bengals, Bengals better. They better draft yeah, him. They better get. They better get. Yeah, in. they need all the offensive line help they can get. Yeah, you want Joe Burrow to have another torn ACL? Come on, son. Yo, yeah, fam, for real. Bro, don't wish that upon that man. I know. That's why I say draft O lineman. Yeah, protect your be- investment. Any offensive lineman, bad. Number ten, he has the the Cowboys taking Patrick Sertain the second. So let's go to our squads, Dale. I, I, I wonder if Buffalo can trade Mitch Trubisky to the Bengals. <laughs> and number thirteen, B, he has your Chargers taking Rashawn Slater, the O lineman from Northwestern. Rashawn Salam, rest in peace. Then he has my Broncos at fourteen taking Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. Oh. By the way, he has Mac Jones going fifteen to the Patriots. I can actually see that happening. Me too. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. <laughs> and number seven, Nikki has your Raiders taking Jameen Davis, the linebacker from Kentucky. Never heard of him. Um I'd I'd rather I'd rather get uh old boy from Notre Dame. The uh the linebacker. And then Mark at number thirty, he has your Buffalo Bills. Eric take, Mobley. No. No. Najee Harris. By the way, did you heard a story with Nadja? Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? (laughs) Because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, GEICO could save you 15% or more. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Harris, he, his flight was delayed in Dallas because of a thunderstorm. He drove nine hours to to Alabama, from Texas to Alabama to be at Alabama's Pro Day today, and he wasn't even part of a part of it. He can't have to support his teammates. What? Yeah, he was just coming there to, just to support his teammates. That's dope. He drove nine hours just to make sure. And he made it on time. That's dope. So now it's that's, what home, that's what homies do. 
Well, Kaepernick um, drives that far to make the uh, seem like he want to play in the NFL. Ooh. I'm with you, brother. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Basically, yeah, Jason should have just get a stay home for that. They've got plenty of football. They got plenty of high school fields in uh, in what's it called in um, New York? Yeah, for real. By the way, we got another mock. We got another mock. Because all these drafts now, the mocks are out because obviously free agency is pretty much set. By the way, Buffalo don't need a punter or a backup quarterback. The NFL announced today that announced yesterday the draft in Cleveland will be will have fans in attendance. Teams they'll have they'll are have, they in Vegas? They're in Cleveland. Oh, I want to go to one. Oh, last year was in Vegas, huh? It'll be in Vegas next year. I'm going. Buffalo could be in the top pick after just signing Trubisky. So I'm gonna do this first one. This is um Lance Zerline. He's the one of the draft analysts for NFL.com. He did a mock draft ba- based off free, the first wave of free agency. So number one, still Trevor Lawrence. Number two, still Zach Wilson. Number three, he has Jamar Chase going to the Dolphins. Mm. Number four, he has the Panthers trading up with the Falcons and taking Trey Lance. Number five, he has Penesul going to the Bengals. There you go. Number six, he has Kyle Pitts in Philly. Seven, Devontae Smith in Detroit. Eight, he has Patrick Sertain in Atlanta. And number nine, he has my Broncos taking Justin Fields. And number 10, he has Rashawn Slater going to the Cowboys. B, he has your Chargers taking Jalen Waddle. Mm. Mm. He has Mac Jones also going to the Patriots. Oh. Seeing, the, seeing the pattern there. Nick, he has... The Raiders taking Jeremiah Owusu Kamara from Notre Dame. Yep. <laughs> and then he has Mark's Bills taking Yo. one of your Bulldogs, Joe. Mark Tyson Campbell. Mm. <laughs> come on, B. Come on, B. Why you, come on, B. Come on, man. So that's his mock draft. I'm trying to Bucky Brooks' Bucky Brooks's mock draft. Who? <laughs> You gotta be careful with the names, saying people's names on this show, man. <laughs> so there we go. But um, the NFL. Caden Cunningham is who we getting. I think they think he rattled Cunningham. Uh, yeah, he, well, he, he was playing like Richie Cunningham on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, couldn't beat, couldn't beat Oregon State. Shout out to the Pac-12. Yeah. So, remember, here we go. Here's Bucky Brooks' mock draft. He still has Trevor Lawrence going. He has Panay Sewell going, too, to the Jets. Now, if if that happens, that's that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna be crazy for the draft because I think that that's going to ruin um, a couple of teams' uh, picks. I can they, they might, If they go keep uh, Sam Darnold, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 signed receivers over there, so. And then um, he has Jamar Chase going three to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. He has Zach Wilson going four to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Rashawn Slater going five to the to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. He had. I'm gonna say this one more time. If the Philadelphia Eagles draft a quarterback, you deserve every bad thing that happens to you this upcoming season because yeah. he has them taking Justin Fields at six. How can we keep that same energy when Bill signed Trubisky? Because number one, Mitch Trubisky is not taking Josh Allen's job. He shouldn't even have a job. But guess who gave him one? If Geno Smith <coughs> have a job, it's, it's possible for anybody. Yeah. What type of right tackle? Right? 
He's in Texas. He's in Houston now. He might be starting for him for the season. He probably will. I and keep that, telling y'all. And not because of the trade. Nah. Yeah, for real. Free hope Deshaun Watson. Please be please be clear. Please be please do not let these allegations be true, Deshaun. That's all I'm asking. For the Watson <laughs> I was gonna say free Deshaun Watson. No, no, no free Deshaun Watson. But do not let these allegations be true for the Watson brand. Oh. For the for the Watson brand. Oh. No. Nah. From the Watson brand. I'm gonna tell, tell you off camera what he said. I don't wanna you repeat that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nah, we ain't repeating that because that's not no. Please, for the Watson name, do not let these allegations be true, my brother. <clears throat> Number seven, he has Jalen Waddle going seven to the to the Lions. That was wild. Number eight, he has Trey Lance. Yeah, what the heck was I thinking? John, a wild boy. Yeah. Number eight, he has the Panthers going taking Trey Lance. Number nine, he has my Broncos taking Caleb Farley. By the way, he's not even gonna be at his pro day. He has he just had back surgery. Nah. What happened to his back? He had one of he had like one of those he had one of those micro he had a micro um surgery on the oh I don't think it was a micro fracture, it was like a micro sec, you know, basically like a, his like a scope. Oh, okay. And then he had the Cowboys taking Elijah Vera Tucker at t- at number ten. B he has a he found your replacement for Hunter Henry, he has y'all taking Kyle Pitts at thirteen. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be real dope if if, if y'all can get him. Yeah, he might end up being better than uh than Hunter Henry for y'all. And then he has your Raiders still taking Jeremiah Uwusu Kamora at seventeen. So, by the way, he has Devontae Smith all the way down at nineteen to the Washington Football Team. By the way, they're considering that as their name. Of course. Wait, they're actually considering just keeping it the Washington Football Team. Yeah. Number thirty, he has. Can we please sell that team? He has Jesus. the Bills taking Washington. Jalen Suggs, defensive back Elijah Molden. But here's the interesting one at thirty-two. Tampa Bay taking Mac Jones. So technically he's gonna be on the he's gonna be sitting there holding Tom Brady's clipboard for the next five years. I wouldn't say four. I'd probably say like two or three. Mm-hmm. I'll say three. Well he he'll be on a contract for five years because obviously your first round pick. He, he's gonna he's gonna take the uh he's gonna have the Aaron Rodgers career. Mm-hmm. I like how that turned off of Aaron Rodgers. By the way, Aaron Rodgers said he wants a commitment. He wants to know from from Green Bay, if he's going to be back with, he's going to be back with the team for the long term. No, he should um, go to San Francisco. Um, all I have to say is, John Gruden. <laughs> he should go to San Francisco. Honestly, oh, if he goes to look, if any good quarterback go to San Francisco, it's over. Yeah, it's over. There's certain, you know, there's certain teams like, uh, like even with the Rams, like getting uh, Matthew Stafford. That's that's a big deal because. We know how good of a coordinator uh, Sean McVay is. And look what he did with a subpar quarterback like Jared Goff. Mm. So imagine what he could do with somebody who can actually throw the football. Good point. So it's the same thing with um, with Shanahan. That's why I, I, I still – I don't know. I still f- somehow feel as if um, it may not happen this year, but some, somewhere I think Matt Ryan will end up playing for them again. I don't have a funny feeling about that. But um, – yeah, if um if they if they end up getting uh Aaron Rodgers, oh man, it's it's, it's gonna be ugly for the league. Yeah, it's gonna be real ugly. Pro I, fo- I, I can see that actually expanding his career. Pro Football Focus did their mock, and they had Panay still going three to ten, to the Dolphins. I ain't gonna say one or two because y'all already know who that is. He has the the Niners trading up to four to get Justin Fields. This is Pro Football Focus. I don't think I don't think they really. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think they should draft the quarterback. 
I'm be honest with you. I mean, unless they feel as if they, there's a quarterback that's really gonna be like that's gonna ultimate, put them over the, the top. Yeah, just put y'all over the top. Like there's if, there's really no reason to do it. Like if it was a Deshaun Watson or a Russell Wilson. Yeah, one of those. Aaron like Rodgers. By yeah. the way, and speaking of Deshaun Watson, the team teams he said he wants to be traded to are the 49ers and the Broncos. George Payton call every day. Um, I don't think he's making a phone call right now. Well, when when after the when after these charges are clear, hopefully, make the call. You should have been making the call even before the charges, but I digress. But he has the mount. He has the. They have the Patriots trading up the nine with my Broncos to take Mac Jones. Before you continue, do you think that maybe, let's say for example, um, these these uh, everything goes the way of that like he did do it. Maybe the reason why um, they um, they probably weren't able to make the trades, anyways. Maybe teams already knew about it. You know, everybody in the NFL know what everybody else do. Oh, it's, it, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. So, I ain't sure I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's this. That situation is insane. Devontae Smith to the Chargers. Nick, he has Micah Parsons going. Pro Football Focus has Micah Parsons going to your Raiders. Remember, they go based on analytics, and then obviously, okay, Mark, they have your. Your bill's taking Landon Dickerson, the offensive lineman from Alabama. Uh, you know something? Alabama offensive linemen don't be bad, though. Yeah, they. but even, like, the guys that aren't too good that went there, mm-hmm. they're still pretty good. good in the league, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like Ryan Kelly. He's not, like, a, like a super good offensive lineman, but he's most definitely. He's really solid. Yes, yeah. most definitely. DJ Fluker, he's pretty good. And our last mock draft we're going to discuss will be from, from Athletic. He has my Broncos going up to three to take Trey Lance. I don't see why. Athletic. I, I don't see why y'all would do that. Y'all better off just staying where y'all at. Panay mm-hmm. Sewell still. Okay, that's from us. I'm not going through all because they're pretty much all pretty much the same. Yeah. By now. We're trying to see if there's anything that stands out different. But I don't see our guys trading up all the way to three to get. It's, it's the same thing for y'all I say about uh, when they said with San Francisco moving up to get a quarterback. There's no reason to do it unless you – you know, I understand like how you may feel about like how they may feel about Drew Locke, but unless it's somebody that's like significantly way better than him, yeah, you can always wait because you know the Broncos may um one of those teams where they may be better by getting a veteran quarterback instead of getting a um yeah. getting a rookie. Yeah, like Deshaun Watson. Hopefully, if he, he clear, hopefully he clears his charges. Um, he has they have y'all Raiders taking Tevin Jenkins, the tackle from Oklahoma State. I don't think we should. I don't think. I don't think we should draft an offensive lineman in the first round. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think um shout out to uh Tom Cable. I think um our offensive line um group is good enough to where we can just I'm mean, we just grab somebody from um from a practice squad or something, then Tom Cable coach them right on up and they end up being very productive for us. It Mark, happened it happened last year. Mark, they actually have your bills trading out of the first round to the Bears. So the Bears can take Mac Jones at thirty. He has y'all trading out to the to trading to fifty two in the second round. So and y'all take Creed Humphrey, the offensive lineman from Oklahoma, hmm. in the second round. No, oh, we get there. Clearly. <laughs> hey, Jonathan, remember that one year? Who just signed first? Was it uh, Lou Aldane? Timothy Moskov. Timothy Moskov. Yeah, y'all, you know how y'all, like, y'all signed them at like 12 and 1? That's how Buffalo did their punter. That was, hey, I remember, um, I think I was at, um, I think I was at uh, I think I was at Beef in house when that happened. Shout out to Beef in. Yeah, and the first thing they said Lakers signed because it was breaking breaking news. Lakers signed. I'm like, oh shoot, man, they just signed somebody. Let me tell you what I was doing. I was in the car, <laughs> on my way to. I was taking my guys home, 
and I was driving down Manchester, and I had the Yahoo um, free agency special on my phone, mm-hmm. and I was listening to it in the car. And I was listening to Woj just while he was still at Yahoo. He had never saying that the Lakers are in talks with Luau Dang. I was like, talks for what? <laughs> and at 9-1, they signed Luau Dang to four years, $64 million. I'm like, Timothy Mosgaard. So I wake up two days later to go to the laundromat. Me and Sophie's mom going to the laundromat. And then that's when I found out the news. They signed Luau Dang to four years, $72 million. So he spent $136 million on Timothy Mosgaard and Luau Dang. And it's not even like Chicago Lou All Dang. If this been like Chicago Lou All Dang, I'm like, this is I, I still wouldn't have paid that much, but this it would have been more so Tom understandable. T- this was Tom Thibodeau Lou All Dang. Yeah, it's yeah, it's that ain't gonna work. Oh boy. Yeah, that was that was that was insane. As soon as B and Ready walks back in the studio, we're gonna do some calling out names, and then we gotta celebrate. We can start the celebration now to be B gets back. Um, twenty six years ago. I was not say twenty seven years ago. I'm sorry, twenty seven year anniversary yesterday of one of the probably one of my favorite basketball movies, one of, one of the best basketball movies. So it could be's here, so we're gonna celebrate. That's gonna be in our main event. So make sure y'all joining us for the main event. We are gonna celebrate one a a, a a classic sports hood movie. But as we do every week, there's a segment that is always imitated. It's never duplicated. We have to celebrate those who say smart things. We have to call those out who say dumb things. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another edition, the 41st edition of Calling Out Names, episode 41 edition, ladies and gentlemen. And I will lead it off. We only got because shockingly, I only have two people to call, and I'm calling them out for the same thing. And I love these guys. I listen to them every all the time on the radio. I love Michael Thompson. I love Alan Sliwa. But man, I have to call you guys out. We were on the air last week, and we talked about the news of LeBron James and Maverick Carter. Buying ownership stake into the Boston Red Sox. And the first thing that Michael Thompson and Alan Sewell focused on was how can he sign with, how can he buy ownership in Boston? Let me be clear. This is bigger than sports. They are the first two black owner people to have ownership in Fenway Sports. Period. LeBron is strategic and this is big. This is a big move. And this is a move for him because he knows he wants to be an owner. He's even said it. He said it. I eventually want to own my own sport. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Sports franchise. So now you get with the, with obviously, and Nick pointed this out, these are guys who are associated with Liverpool, where LeBron owns an ownership stake in that team as well. So it only made sense. I'm not focusing on the sports thing. We already know how I feel about Boston. But the fact a black man owns a sports team in Boston is bigger than Red Sox, Yankees, Lakers, Celtics. Um, and I love you, Michael Thompson. I don't with, but you you missed the, you you totally. Missed, are you kidding me? You totally missed the point. That was that's dumb. First and foremost, like that uh, the whole how could you buy a, a team in Boston? If you want to go like all the straight sports aspect of it, LeBron's not a, a, a Laker by heart. 
He's only been here. This is his second year there. Third year now. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, third year. This third year up over there. You know, he, it's not like it's a uh, it's a Kobe or um or a Shaq or a, or a Magic or somebody over there doing it. And even then, who cares if it was? Like you said, all that matters is is that we finally have um they finally letting these mon- uh, the minorities in the in the, in the baseball some way somehow even if it's something like something like that that and in one of the most racist cities in America oh man go right. watch that Lakers Celtics documentary right after Utah so how can I like Jackie McMullen was doing the Magic Bird documentary she said that she asked a black person like you going for the Celtics like and she was like and the dude was like how the heck can I go for those white boys that was a brother in Boston so I ain't going for the Celtics they probably, probably hung him after that Hope he's still with us. Are you kidding me? So, because <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, we just talk. It's Boston, man. Anything, anything, anything happened in Boston, man. So, yeah. Any any place associated with baked beans, that's where it goes. Nick, who you got? Um, I most definitely um, calling out Draymond Green. Oh, that was mine. But we can all do it. Yeah, let's let's talk about this. This idiot, Draymond Green. Said that he is the best defender in uh, in the history of basketball. Are you fuck? I think he left out some words. Kidding me? Did he meant he meant he meant in like two playing two K? No, I think he meant he might be the best defender that came out of Michigan State. Um, or Saginaw, or Sagan, or or Saginaw, or Flint, or wherever part of Michigan he's from. Yeah. Well, I know he didn't mean the entire NBA. Because um, you know, I can at the very least probably name at least twenty to thirty that's for sure better than him. Yeah, one pointed himself out. So Tony Allen said, "You're not better than me," and he has a point. He's not better than Tony Allen on defense. He's not better than Ron Artest on defense. That's another one. He's not better than Kobe on defense. He's not better than Jordan on defense. He's not better than Pippen on defense. He's not better than LeBron on defense. He sure not. He's for sure. I already said, Scotty. Right? Yeah, you said yeah. Scotty. Yeah, he's not better than him. Not well, better than Dennis Rodman. He ain't better than Bruce Bowen. Bruce, mm-hmm. Bruce Ball was cold on defense. Elijah Wall. That's what I'm saying. Like, man, come on. Ben Wallace. Uh, Matumbo. Matumbo. Uh, Dwight. Oh, stuff running in my Nah. X-Man was more of a, of, of a bruiser. He was more physical. Pause. He ain't better than Gary Payton on defense. He, how did we even miss, how did we even miss that? Miss, that was that's obvious. He ain't better than Jason Kidd on defense. Mark, this was your, this was your topic for calling our names, bro. What? Speak on it. I don't know what. I mean, I feel a lot of times that you know Draymond want to give himself the credit that a lot of people don't give him because a lot of people underestimate <clears throat> what Draymond brings to the team. But yeah. you don't have to do it this way. Like, like this right here. We know you were a really good defender. We know that you know that's one of the assets that you bring to the Golden State Warriors is, is your defense. Mm-hmm. But you're not having the best defensive player in the league now. How and when in life were you ever the, the the best defender ever? Yeah, for real. That does that doesn't make no sense. I can even like you you're said, not even the, you're not even the best defensive player on, on the clutch sports on, on clutch sports. That's what I'm saying. Like even like even today, he's not NBA, better than Anthony, Anthony Davis. He's not, not better, better than, than Kawhi. He's not better than LeBron. He, he's not better than Paul. George. Is he better than Paul George on defense? No, I don't know. When Paul George see uh, when Paul George is focused, he's a he's a he's a good defender. I don't know. I know. I know. Every time Dallas play against the Clippers, they love when Paul George get on Luca. Luca, because Luca eats Paul's. Uh, Paul George. 
I don't I don't like when the uh, Clippers play against Dallas because they remind me of like you remember how uh, Portland used to play against the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Don't remind me, you still do. Yeah, like it's just one of those like yeah they they're they're a very annoying team. They don't they for some for some reason they really like beating the Clippers. They feel as if they have a uh, they have some type of like one like some type of step on them. Even though they lost the last time we played against. You got anybody else calling our names? Um, oh yeah, I'm calling out. Um, I'm calling out Mike Mayock. Oh boy, Mike Mayock, you being called out because the draft is coming up. You're supposed to be the draft expert, and I'm be honest with you, your drafts so far have been average at best. You have still yet to draft a Pro Bowl player. You have still yet to draft a player who's really. And all actuality, like outside of Max Crosby, that really has made like an impact on our, like a big impact on our team to uh, take us to the next step. So you need to figure out what's going on up over there, because I'm not even about to even say what you're known for at these at these draft um, um, things. But you know, he he has a tendency of saying stuff that you better say about a grown man. But um, yeah, he he's 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 that guy. He's 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 the he's the dude that always uh, complimenting. Um, Dude's legs and all that up over there at the draft. That's what uh, he's known for doing. I know, I know the I know the comment. Yeah, I ain't about to go. To, I ain't about to say what he said. Oh, I forgot. I forgot this one. What's that? Magic Johnson. Oh yeah, Magic. Nah, uh, Magic Johnson made us made a, a comment this morning on first take. He uh, said that Lonzo Ball has the highest basketball IQ in basketball. All right, all right. I hey, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So look. No, no, no. In the show. All right, so you mean to tell me? Bye, guys. See you next week. He has a better basketball and IQ, I, and, I, and, I, and, and I love Magic. At the very look, I'm at the very least. I'm not no, not the very least. He doesn't even have a better uh, basketball IQ than Rondo. But that well, Rondo has a very high basketball. IQ. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm talking about like as far I'm not I'm not naming like superstars with high basketball Chris, IQ. Did Chris Paul retire? Nope. Hey, LeBron still playing? Yep. Steph Curry is too. Hmm. Um, so is uh, Ricky Rubio has a very high mm -hmm. um, basketball IQ. I can name a few players. With, I mean, look look at uh, Joker. Joker got a, a high basketball IQ. You know who got a low basketball IQ? Brandon Ingram. J.R. Smith. That's because all he does is one thing. He drink Hennessy. And, and, and fight kids on, on fight kids on bikes. Who try to who try to that kid, that video on YouTube, on TMZ, when that kid, that kid uh, hit, hit his car. Yeah, he he he, he got paused. Yeah, Whoa, he, he, he got a, what he deserved coming. I'm glad you didn't say what you were about to say. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah, magic tripping. Magic. He said Lonzo had the best, had that, the highest had basketball IQ, IQ in the NBA. Yeah, I mean Lonzo has a very high basketball he, IQ. I'm not saying that he's that he doesn't. No, but he does. Yeah, he, he, he does. And he actually has a very high uh, basketball IQ for somebody that's his age. Forgive Magic, he's on. He's he's endorsing CBD products now. Um, hey, hold on, man. Nothing against it. But no waking baby before you go on first take. Um, Twenty-seven years ago today, gentlemen, and that's calling out names. <laughs> Great movie, one of my favorites was released. One of our favorites, Above the Rim. Hey, y'all like Cinnabons? Sorry. 27 years ago Yesterday was the 27 year anniversary Of the release of Above the Rim What do you, one of my, It's one of the best movies I mean obviously Dwayne Martin Tupac Leon mm -hmm. Marlon Wayans one, 
obviously Tom Shepard, Nutso, Kyle, Birdie. Uh, was was um Blood Harris from the wood from the wire. Mm-hmm. Motor. Mm-hmm. It was just one of the best movies. Probably the dopest soundtrack ever. Won the Source Award for the best sound best soundtrack. For our little look. That song alone. It was a uh, Holla If You Hear Me was on there. It was a clip in that movie in, in that clip in that movie when there was on a basketball court and the dude threw it to himself. I don't know if anybody uh Yeah, I saw that. Seen that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I still don't I, I, and, and, and honestly I didn't notice it until someone posted it on, I think on I po- media. I think I posted I'm it. I'm like fifty two through fifty two through the long distance pass, but then he caught it himself and, and did the three sixty. I'm like, man, that's crazy. But that movie was real because obviously there's a lot of stuff in there that you see. In, in in NCAA and AEU with money changing hands. Yeah, Pee Wee Kirkland was a scout from Georgetown. It was it was just a it was just a tough movie. And that, that soundtrack alone, like I said. What was the best song on that soundtrack? <clears throat> the song what's the the the, the Dog Pound song with Corrupt? Yeah, he's the, Huh? Huh? You talking about Big Pimpin? Big yeah. Pimpin, Big, yes. big Pimpin, Big Pimpin is a dope. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. Big Pimpin might be. Uh, if it's not number one, it's for show like that or two or three at the very least. Yes. Because mm. that can't. That was the first song when you hear the movie. Obviously, they, the scene after Nutso falls off the roof and Shepard wakes up out of the nightmare and it goes right to pain. And he had the credits and never take me alive. I was like, man, what was Tupac thinking when he wrote this song? I don't know. It was crazy. It was a great song. Obviously, didn't mean to turn you on. No, I'm just playing. Take me alive. Whoa. <laughs> never take me alive, this boy. That's, that's the name of the song. He said he'll never take me alive at this point. The guys are crazy. Stop it. Show over. <laughs> Uh, next, next week on sports for you, <laughs> but, uh, but for for me it's it's probably either uh, uh, the dog pound song uh, regulate or pour out a little liquor. How do we forget? How did I forget regulate? And that was like obviously the biggest Whoa. song, boss. On because obviously that was Warren G's obviously number one song. It was the debut. That's the first song. That's crazy. Pour out and, a little they, liquor. And, and they didn't play it till the end of the in the tribute. Martyrs, they didn't play the song until the end of the movie. Which one? Regulate. Oh. To after the scene when Kyle hits the jumper, hits the game winning jump shot. R.P. John Thompson. Georgetown. I'm about to watch that tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to watch it tonight. Is that Dwayne Martin's best movie? Or the best thing he's been, been on? Movie, definitely. I mean, it was either that or, I mean, he did all of us. I mean, with which basically was about Will Smith's first marriage. How Will Smith went from yeah. his first marriage to marrying Jada. All, All of us with him. It had Lisa Ray on when there. Lisa Ray played his ex-wife. And Elise Neal from the Hughleys was on there. Was his girlfriend. Oh, oh is that what that, that show yeah. was? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was Will Smith's show. Will Smith had said that show was based on his the situation he went through when he went to his first marriage to when he was marrying Jada. So I think that was a good but yeah, that's probably his best movie. Yeah, I forgot. Shout out to Regulators. For, um, I think that was Nate Dogg's first song. R.I.P. Nate Dogg. So, the anniversary of his passing. So, next week, we're going to recap the lead A. We'll preview the Final Four. Recap the trade deadline. Wait, hold up. What's up? What? Nate Dogg was on the card? 
Wasn't on the who? He was he, no, he wasn't on the chronic. He wasn't in the background the But I think like as far as like an like the official like him being officially on the song, I think the regulate was his first song. Well regulate was his first definitely his first single. The first yeah, I think that well, was I don't the first remember, I, don't, I can't remember any song if he was on the chronic. I think look that up at the show. But next week we're gonna talk about the final four. We're gonna talk about the trade deadline, buyout market. Obviously, we also look more for, into the NFL draft. What's you're up? You're right. He was um, in the background, on the, um, did some background vocals on the Chronic. He most definitely did that. Go yeah. Ahead. So that was just. So that's what we'll talk about next week. It was a great, great show. Glad I hope y'all enjoyed. Make sure you hit the share button, hit the like button on Facebook and on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Sports View Podcast, Townhouse Media. Now, like on Facebook, Sports View Townhouse Media. Download. Wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, or iHeart, Google, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or Verbal. Of course, subscribe to Townhouse Media on YouTube and everything. So we'll recap the we'll recap next week, Final Four and all that. And just stay tuned. Keep following us on social media. Make sure you tune in to all of the Townhouse Media family. No rules tomorrow. Too much game. Shout out to Doley. He's not on his 10-day contract with the Timberwolves. So shout out. But we'll see y'all next week. Be safe. Enjoy the enjoy the sports. Peace. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.